Sportscasters, welcome to the official podcast of Gentleman'sAvenue.com. I'm your host, Mr. M. This is being recorded at The Lodge in Whittier, California. You're tuned in to episode seven. We have a great guest. We have two of the fellas from the Wise Guys Big Band Machine. If you don't know who they are, you're going to have to stay tuned to check out this podcast. These guys are just an awesome big band, just tearing it up out there. So stay tuned for that interview coming up later. Today is April 29th, 2017. Make sure that you find us on the website, gentlemansavenue.com forward slash the Lodgecast. Also on social media, on Instagram, you can find us at Lodgecast, Twitter at the Lodgecast. We are also on iTunes and Google Play. So make sure that you subscribed and that you're sharing it with your friends. You're reposting it. You're putting it out there. Don't forget, we're doing a podcast, which is the audio only. And then there's the vodcast, which is the video portion. So you guys make sure you check out both because we put graphics up and today we'll be putting up some videos and you guys are going to want to check those out um, with our guest. So we, this episode is being sponsored by our house brand, Old Duck Grooming. We have a shaving cream. We created a shaving cream because if you're not aware, shaving is the most traumatic thing that you can do in grooming to your skin. And because you're not only shaving off the hair follicles, but you're also going to be shaving off a layer of skin, a very thin layer. So it's very traumatic. And so what we decided was, what if we could create an all natural, no chemicals, zero toxin product that will promote healing, antibacterial properties, also um, anti-inflammation. I mean, this product, we have two scents, okay? So in case you want, you know, you like the fresh, minty, uh, you know, scent, there's the fresh scent. Then there's also the trail for the outdoorsy type, the woodsy type. This, these products, like I said, are all natural. We use the highest quality ingredients available on the market for these products. So you're going to want, make sure you want to check out Old Duck Grooming. You can find it on our website and uh, it'll be released soon. But like I said, we've done extensive testing. We sent them out to barbers all around the world and we've received a tremendous double thumbs up. People are excited. They've never seen a product like this on the market. And I can't give away too much, but if you look up here, you will see it. You will see Old Duck Grooming. That's the packaging. That's the labeling and that's the logo. So it'll look awesome on your, you know, bathroom counter in your barber shop, or, you know, hell on a Macy's counter for that sakes. So let me give you the uh, latest and greatest here with gentlemensavenue.com and myself. Okay. Uh, physically I've been down. It's been tough. Uh, some of you may remember or recall that, you know, not only on the website did I post that I suffered a, a severe injury and, you know, I pretty much all my projects went on hold. So for eight months, everything went on hold until the podcast, which was something I was able to do because I'm able to sit and discuss, just sit here and talk, man. There, there's, it's not, you know, moving mountains, just sitting here discussing, um, you know, there's a lot of preparation physically that goes into it for me. And, uh, there's, you know, a tremendous amount of discomfort at times, but my spirits are high. I mean, th- this this podcast has definitely become for me personally, a form of therapy, you know, it becomes that sense of, you know, having purpose and wherever you're at in life and whatever you're going through. I mean, maybe you're going through something that you're just like, I'm not sure if like this season of my life is, you know, just totally sucks, you know, to just find something, man. Some people crochet, some people collect baseball cards or stamps or something 
to, to give themselves something to do. And, you know, for me, it's become the podcast and you guys out there listening. I mean, it's really, really given me a chance to, to reach out, you know, to maybe I'm not able to do the things I used to do before at the moment. Okay. I went from not being able to, I never, ever, ever used the word I can't. Okay. Until May of 2016, did that word become part of my regular vocabulary? And so the best I do say is at the moment. At the moment, I'm unable. So, because this is, I hope to God, not going to last forever. But like Langston Hughes says, do you lay there in the sun, you know, or do you get up and run? And maybe I'm not able to physically run, but, you know, God willing, things will change. And so I'm, I'm very, very, very fortunate to have, I'm very blessed to have people coming on the podcast to, you know, uh, to sit here and be interviewed. And not only that, but to have you guys out there listening, it's just a, such a blessing. And you guys are contributing to my healing, mental, emotional, you know? Um, so that's enough with that. So, you know, a podcast is just a conversation amongst friends, it just happens to be recorded and put on the internet. <laughs> you know, it's not secretive though, because, you know, they, they're, they're well aware. So uh, last week we had the guys from Figaro's here and we, you know, it was a crazy week. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm physically going through what I'm going through mentally and emotionally going through some crazy stuff, you know, dark times. And, uh, you know, so to have the Masaf and Hitoshi from Japan here, and then to have the Figaro's uh, barbershop, uh, from Lisboa, Portugal was just phenomenal, man. I mean, it was, you want to talk about just giving me a boost. I mean, and not only that, but to hear their stories, it's amazing, amazing to hear their stories. And so, I know that um, by the time this comes out, this podcast, the Figaro's one would have aired already. So, um, but that's just my take on it. I mean, it was a great time meeting uh, Fabio and little Johnny. And of course, my good pal and uh, really good friend, Jimmy Allen from Shiner Gold Pomade. One hell of a guy. So to have, you know, three classy guys uh, sitting across the table from me was just phenomenal, man. I mean, it was just a good time. And then afterwards... Um, we broke bread, you know, after uh, consuming quite a few beers, <laughs> you know, on set. Uh, we were able to to consume some tortas, which was cool because they never had. So uh, right now we have the wise guys coming onto the set. So they'll be here walking in right now. And uh, how's it going, Frank? How's it going, my friend? It's good. How's everything? Oh, man, it's, it's another uh, beautiful today. Saturday. Yeah. Hey, good morning. We're morning. it's Saturday and, and we're here and uh we're 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 ready to film and record this, right? All right. Can you hear yourself pretty good there? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. if you need to pull the mic closer, that's cool, you know, just, just uh you could adjust yours too, you know. I'm sure, man. No, I yeah. think I'm good right here. Good. All there right. Go. So yeah, here we are. We have the brothers. We have the Brahas. Yes. The Brahas brother. We have uh, Frank here on my right and Art yes. on my left. Yep. I mean, these guys are are if you guys aren't aware out there, if you're out there listening, um, these guys are, are you guys founders of the Wise Guys? Yeah. Part of the founders? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the way the band, and I'll be very brief on it, it's uh, the way the band started is when I was a sophomore in high school back mm -hmm. in 1989. Uh, for Christmas break, I was a little bored and I got uh, one of my early trumpet player now, Robert Villalobos, who's the fellow that comes out and, mm -hmm. and does all the trumpet solos. 
Um, to make a long story short, we asked our band director if we can take our music instruments home for the holiday during that time. And uh, of course, Frankie being my little brother at that time, he was a what, you were in seventh or eighth grade yeah. or something like that? Yeah, one of those. And uh, since then, yeah, so right now, out of, the, out of the 27 year history in the band, there's only three of us who are original mm-hmm. guys from that very first time in 1989. Wow, 1989. Yeah. So from a high school band, we have yeah. the big band, the Wise Guys Big Band Machine. Yeah. Which yeah. is now what? Comprises of how many people? 18. 18 guys. Jesus Christ, 18. Yeah. 18. So, I mean, you see most bands nowadays, right? Like just bands in general, right? You're lucky <laughs> if you can keep five or six guys, right? right? right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and much less get them to show up. and. You yeah, know. No, you know what? The guys that we have are are, um, are really, you know, good-hearted guys and, and they're, they're musicians. They love music as much as we do mm-hmm. and they respect the music and uh, there's no egos in our band. Mm-hmm. You know, we... Uh, that's one actually when someone does join the band which mm-hmm. it happens throughout the years uh, one of the first things we let them know is no one's bigger than the band you know mm-hmm. um we all get paid the same we all we all you know get the same uh what do you want to call it? recognition a- recognition it's all yeah, the yeah. same you get you, you get an autograph you're gonna get our, our chum, uh, trombone player or mm-hmm. bass player who, whoever we're all the same so that's how we keep the band i think together we always get that question asked mm-hmm. uh, how you guys keep uh the band being 18 yeah, guys, 18 yeah, different uh, yeah. uh, uh, attitudes and everything. But you know what? All the guys are are, are professional and good guys overall. So, um, and you know, we were, we've, been, we've been lucky. We've been mm-hmm. blessed to have uh, great musicians uh, in and out of the band. And, uh, yeah. and we always tell the guys that have been in the band before, you know, once a, once a wise guy, always a wise guy. So when mm-hmm. we see these guys yeah. throughout life, you know, some of them got married, some went to college. Um, someone their own different way mm-hmm. started their own bands and but when we get together it's like hey man remember it's when like, we played here and like, had a good time it's like family you know like a family yeah, 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 and yeah. sometimes we'll see each other and uh, many times we'll be at a show and then we'll have guys come that were in the band mm-hmm. you know years back and you know and I, I can't I don't unless you remember anybody Frank but I can't remember one guy ever leaving on bad terms in the band mm-hmm. every single guy who has left the band has been because they either went away to college, mm-hmm. they went and they served or, or in our country and any of the armed forces, or they simply moved away. It was too hard for them to. to or actually be. even moved on to bigger. Yeah, and moved on to bigger and 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 and, and better uh, greener pastures. Yeah, yeah. Or moved yeah. or just yeah. physically moved, right? Yeah, we have Rudy, right? Rudy moved, right? Yeah, Rudy yeah, moved Rudy, to yeah. uh, Santa up somewhere. Yeah, he moved up, up north, California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. central. I think. Central yeah, yeah, Central California, California and then uh, he's a perfect example. Uh, you know, we we were really busy on Saturdays, and him being a barber. You know, he Saturdays is the busiest day, mm-hmm. so he really, you know, at one point he said, "Listen, guys, I'm I'm gonna miss too much. I just won't be able yeah. to do it." So, but you know, we love Rudy. We miss him, and they're you know, guy. Him. I yeah, miss yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Ben's a good guy, though. Our, our uh, no, no, our current guitar. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, let me take away from Ben. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Rudy was. You know, we 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 had good times. Man. Yeah. We, we, ben, we, I think they still miss Rudy. I miss Rudy, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I say it because your guys' band. I, I've seen it quite a few times throughout. Man, I was I I was looking, you know, over I think just communications I had with Frankie back in I got I don't even know what year it was, maybe four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been a couple of years. Um right. you know, and I was sitting there and I was like looking, you know, through YouTube and I was like, I was there at that event. I was All at right. that one. I was at that one. Because <laughs> yeah. you know, people are posting, right? Yeah, from yeah. their phones because your band does not only uh, mambo, swing music, uh, well, tell me all the genres you guys feel your your band we do a cumbia. Well, we Couple do cumbia. cumbia. We do little rockabilly. We do, uh, we do. You know, one of the things, and I'll go down the list, and then I'll, I'll say what I was going to say right now. So we do cumbia. We do rockabilly. We do uh, uh, a little. Maybe you want to call it a little bit of salsa. salsa. We do uh, some boogaloo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's straight across uh, jazz big band. Uh, yeah, jazz mm-hmm. big band. Yeah. You know, one of the one of the things that uh, if anything, if there's anything that ever. And uh, 
I wouldn't want to say gets on my nerves, but uh, kind of makes me want to step back and, and correct me. I mean, of course, I don't do it because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, but most people, when I see like, oh, they call us a swing band. And we're mm-hmm. like, well, well, we're not a swing mm-hmm. band. I mean, we play swing music and, you know, you see an 18 piece big band like us with the music stands. Yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. But we're not your grandma, grandpa, World War II, typical Glenn Miller type. I mean, we play some of those tunes, but if yeah. you go to our show, you're yeah. going to hear. No, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah you're going to hear, for, I mean, from big band yeah. to Frank Sinatra to Dean Martin to Bobby Darren to Perez Prado, Mickey Lau. Mm-hmm. you know all this stuff and it's just, it's just you yeah. know we're going to give you we're going to give you a musical orgasm for an hour and a half basically and it, yeah and it, and it, <laughs> that's yeah, what we try to do yeah it's keep it, you satisfied yeah it's, it's not a it's not a 78 record uh rendition right you know i think from uh, i've seen you guys even i think at the um they did that event at the the million dollar was it million dollar, dollar theater yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what was it called uh, festival de la gente no that was another yeah, de los muertos yeah, de los yeah, muertos. yeah 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 muerte vive yeah yeah la muerte vive there you go yeah. I mean it was just you know to be in that historical venue right definitely it, it was just something else man. we uh, I mean, me and my brother grew up when my, our parents used to take us there to go see like you know the variety shows mm-hmm. with Juan Graviel and, and uh, Tigres del Norte Tigres del Norte and, you know our, when we were kids you know resortes came down and my dad he pulled up my dad to dance with them in so the audience at the, at the at, at the, the million dollar, dollar yeah wow yeah when we went down to the restaurant but uh, yeah i remember i remember <laughs> i remember holding my dad's hand you know he had walk us down and, and and it was and it was one of those things where were for us um you know growing up uh, with with uh with our parents uh the kind of uh thing they gave us was that you know there was always number one there was always joy and happiness in the house and there was mm-hmm. always music playing yeah. mm-hmm. and they would take us to go see for example at the million dollar million dollar theater i remember being little kids and you know, of course, being a little kid, you know, that would walk us to the restaurant. But the Million Dollar Theater, you kind of walk down those stairs in the basement, mm-hmm. and it's a really nice staircase, but it only leads to the restroom. Yeah, yeah. But Frankie and I, I think during our break, we, or after sound check, we just walked down there, and we kind of look at each other. And then I remember getting a little teary-eyed, because I, I just all those memories came back yeah, of yeah. my dad and our parents, you know, just being there as kids, and now here we are as performers. Yeah, so that, yeah that was a, a total trip yeah. for me. And Unreal, then, huh? Yeah, and, you know, you see the audience, you're the... First time around, you know, you're on stage now, and you're so used to seeing the, mm-hmm. the, the performers yeah. there, and yeah, that was a that was a good one. And that was a great show. We had a great time. The audience was awesome, and uh, yeah. Well, it doesn't hurt that Ruby was there, you know, dancing. And, yeah, you yeah. know, I'm yeah. just <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's uh, certainly uh, yeah. Ruby's she's, a, she's done some shows with us too. Yeah, she's done, definitely. She, uh, she's a you know, she adds sweet to the show. Heart. She'll she, be here. She'll be here. Yeah. Nice hey, hey, Ruby. Hey, Ruby, how are you? We miss you. Yeah, she's going to do one of our shows. We'll let you know uh, next time we play at the House of Blues. Uh, I still have one of them pasties. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they didn't stick on mine, good. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, yeah no, Ruby's is great. And she, you know, she's yeah. another person, uh, girl, beautiful girl that's been around for a while doing her thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, you yeah. know, like uh, she brings on the Latino music and, the, you know, she's she's. I, there's I, good people. He's good I mean? people. I respect really her yeah. as a as a dancer artist because yeah. of when she goes on stage, she just breaks it down, man. And it's always good to see you know Latinos, Latinas do do some good yeah. and uh, and yeah. handle their own. Smart so. businesswoman too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, started her yeah. own business. Yeah, with yeah. Her her retro, retro Riviera. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're always glad to see people that we've worked with in the past. You know, get up there. We've seen the you know Gamblers Mark do their thing, and you know Moonlight Cruisers Trio. Moonlight Trio now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a couple of rockabilly shows with with, with them, um, and uh, well, all these all these bands, man. You know, maybe even Rudy G uh, uh, in the high tones, in the yeah. high tones, yeah. uh, the bull hunks. Yeah, the bull hunks. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. right. They were at the House yeah. of Blues, right? And, they, and catfish. You know, catfish. I remember, yeah. Yeah. catfish yeah. yeah, I remember you had sent me tickets for the um, uh, when you guys played the House of Blues years ago. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe. 
five, six years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We played there in what two years, maybe. One well, year? well, no, we played. Uh, we were actually second to the last second to the last there before they and closed and the one in Anaheim. Anaheim. Yeah, in Anaheim, that's where I went yeah, to. And, and then we're gonna be back yeah. at the new one. Uh, as a matter of fact, we're working on some dates once those dates come available. Certainly, we'll, we'll let everybody know. Yeah. But, but yeah, but it was a packed house. I remember I went. Yeah. And I, I was. I was just. I pre-gamed it a little too hard. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I was, uh, I could, I could, I was dancing so much. I think I could have entered a wet t-shirt contest cause it was fucking hot. <laughs> it was so fucking hot up there. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody cared, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. it was so fucking hot. We were on the top. Oh, the top side of the second. Yeah. 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 It, 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 air goes up. it was just, um, that's how pretty, they get it got you. pretty exotic. That's, I how you, that, that's how you end up buying those twelve dollar beers, man. <laughs> I was good with just one or two by the time I entered. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> oh boy. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm a lightweight, but um, no, I mean that, that's the thing I, I enjoyed because about your guys' music. I mean, it's it's an event. I mean, uh, even seeing uh, when art because you art plays the drums mm-hmm. and Frankie's a singer. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. and amidst then the other sixteen are playing various instruments, yeah. uh, but just seeing even art play because how did you guys even get into it? I mean, I know you were in band. In band, were you playing the drums? Yeah, well, I, I've played drums all my life. Mm-hmm. I can't remember a day in my life where I was. I, I can't either because I came next after. So <laughs> yeah, you had to hear it. it so right? so yeah. hearing the family stories and my mom, you know, apparently since I was a baby, you know, the the, the typical, you know, you I used to grab the spoon and the fork and play on the pots and pans, pots and pans and stuff like that. So I, as long as <laughs> yeah. I can remember, I've always had a little drum set or something. So mm-hmm. that's how it started. But like I was mentioning earlier, you know, I think the influence from us really came from from my parents, mm-hmm. you know. Um, my dad was, wasn't a musician, uh, but he was a dancer. You know, he loved dancing and having a good time. Typical Saturday morning at my house, at our parents' house when we were growing up, was that we're doing our chores. You know, dad would say, hey, man, you're going to clean the restroom today. Do you ready, oh, before I, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. You ready yeah. for another beer? Of course. Yes, absolutely. Yes. You could just Thank leave you. that one there. There's okay. no shame. All right, man. <laughs> and so, uh, so anyway, so it, it, and, and, and for example, Saturday morning, my dad would be working in the yard and we'd be helping him and cleaning the restroom or whatever, but he would always blast the radio, the stereo, mm-hmm. right? Like the consola, you know, the big yeah. thing that we have back in there. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and then he would play, you know, like some, like, like, you know, one record. And at the time he had records, you know, so mm-hmm. he would play like La Sonora Santanera and then he would play Glenn Miller. Then he'd play, you know, a little bit of Frank Sinatra. And then mm-hmm. he would play, you know, Los Apsun, you know, like Mexican, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, oh, rock the, and roll. The, the original rock and español. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then, and then you would turn around and then you would hear B- Vicky Carr. So, so my dad had to this day, as a matter of fact, we get together now Saturday or Sunday night dinners my parents house and we pull out my dad's records and it turns out to a big party but so that's how i really was exposed to this kind of music so growing up like any other kid when i was in junior high and in high school i wanted to be my world famous drummer growing up was uh john bonham from led zeppelin mm-hmm. so, yeah. you know and uh a huge influence on me and then the doors too you know john dansmore so um but through all that i i, I got to hear and see guys like buddy rich who was m- now like my drum hero you know there's several of them but, but the biggest influence i think that i have is it's buddy rich i will never play like him mm-hmm. i mean i don't think anybody you know that's phenomenal but uh it's certainly somebody that that, that is good to look up to mm-hmm. but uh so so growing up in high school we were in a marching band and then you know we didn't have a jazz band so yeah. uh again robert myself and then saul kobian some so, of the other guys that i was in high Tots, school with and Tots, Tots, well Tots came a little later because he graduated way before way after we did i think a year or two yeah. after you, you before mean, me a yeah, year before me a year before you so uh 
Anyway, to make a long story short, uh, back in 89 when we started the band, that's when we really started paying a little bit more attention to my dad's records of, mm-hmm. you know, Glenn Miller and Stan Kenton and Frank Sinatra. And, wow, so yeah. your dad sounded like he had an eclectic music taste. Oh, yeah. oh man. You, it's you, not, you, he has it's a, not just, you know, uh, yeah. Jose Alfredo Jimenez. No, no. Even though we had that. We don't have but, that. You know, but, but you know what yeah. I mean? It wasn't just a crate. Yeah. No, no. Of, it was just like, hey, you know, this, this sounds good. This feels good. You know, and uh, yeah, he made his kids work and he did his work. He's going to the garage, put on music, but music was always around, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, on my mom's side of the family, um, her dad was a musician, he mm-hmm. was playing the trio, he's a requinto. Yeah. So, and then my uncles played guitar. And so, music comes, I think, more so from my mom's side in a sense where it's like more technical, yeah, yeah, couple, actually, or they actual playing it, yeah. yeah. But uh, uh, music connoisseur wise, with my father, it was just like, hey, this is uh, good music. And this is bad music. Exposing you. Yeah. I got exposed to everything. And I remember uh, at that time, even uh, as a kid growing up, uh, my dad would listen to sometimes, you know, KKGO, which at the time was uh, with Chuck Niles, which was the, the, the only uh, jazz station at the time, which eventually became uh, KLON, and now it's KJazz, you know, yeah. 88.1. So we grew up listening to all kinds of stuff like that. But, you know, once you, once you, and then the band, you know, like I was mentioning, I wanted to be like in a rock band, right? Mm-hmm. With my little brother. Yeah, we Frank. played in Frankie rock. plays guitar, believe it or not. Oh, you know, wow. Yeah, I'm the guitar. greatest rhythm guitar player you're ever going to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the reason, the reason I play rhythm guitar a lot is because I always wanted to follow my brother around. So yeah. my mom would, I was a package deal. You wanted my brother to play the drums, you yeah. got to get the. You pick both. <laughs> you get the third, third, third string guitar player yeah. over here. No, <laughs> no, 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 wasn't really like nep- that. Nepotism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, no, he, he, he's always. But, again, but I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah. What not to do. Trust me on that. What was the age difference between you guys? Three years. Three, three years. years. Two, three, two yeah. or three years. Yeah. yeah. So then you guys were in high school together. Oh, yeah. 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 Montebello? Montebello High, high school. school. Oilers. Probably Oilers. Oilers. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because your rivals are? Uh, sure High School. Yeah, Sure High School. Well, pretty much everybody, but Sure <laughs> High School is right there. Anybody yeah. that wants yeah. them, right? Yeah. Anybody yeah. outside of Montebello High School. Uh, no offense right. to Sure High School. <laughs> yeah, no. And Montebello, that's about Montebello kicks butt. <laughs> right. And even though we do have now guys from Sure High School, because, you know, uh, um, do you put them in the back? I wouldn't. I'm just kidding. You're like, <laughs> no, but we always, yeah. We, no, we, we give we them, them the beer at the end. Hey, we, you guys got to wait. <laughs> the warmest one, you're like, this is too cold for you. <laughs> this yeah. is yours. No, we harass them. But, you know, they're, I mean, now as an adult, you know, obviously in high school, you know, your rivals and stuff. But um, we've always had, actually, we had a lot of friends that went to Shore because we went to Eastmont Intermediate, which feeds into Shore High School. But because of where we lived, we got to go to Montebello. Mm-hmm. Actually, we had a choice to either go to Sher or Montebello High yeah. School. And my parents chose to, to have us at Montebello High School. So what we had to do was cross Whittier Boulevard, where I sure we had to walk up the hill and you know, mm. go to school there. But uh, Well, I do have, uh, I was looking through um, the internet. Like I tell people, if you're out there listening to the podcast, make sure you check out our vodcast because I will put graphics up in this right here. I love this picture because I see both of you in the shot. It's uh-huh. actually hard to find a picture of the entire band, just in case that's not <laughs> pixelated. Yeah. Right. So just if, if that's a, a pointer. But this picture here, we have Frankie, and he's wearing, is that your? That's your, my Letterman's jacket. That, that's your yeah. letter, Montebello. He was the athlete, see? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you? I ran, I ran, well, I ran track, yeah. It was, okay. My mom didn't let me play football. Okay, well, that's, that's probably good. <laughs> Thanks, you know. Mom, because my knees are great because of that. Um, <laughs> and you remembered. And I remember things. things. And um, so I, in this picture, though, I see Frank and Art. I mean, you guys are in this shot, and it's like, you're just there, just, man. And that's the thing about the Wise Guys band. The entire band gets involved. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get the the, the, the we, horn we, section we, will we start have, moving. You know, one of the things I, I, I really dig about my band and, and the, the Wise Guys, I said my band because it's, it's oh, I hold, hold too close heart, um, is, yeah, we have fun, you know, mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
you know, I, I've gone and I've seen other bands, and, and, and sometimes it feels like it's it's choreographed or, or, or stiff. Or stiff, because yeah. they, they're, it's like they're telling them to move because for whatever reason, or, or jumping too crazy when, you know, you're playing a slow song. Um, so I like I like the the feeling that what our our guys in the band feel the music and I think yeah. you know the audience knows that they're not lying. They're, we're, we're, we're on stage, we're having a good time. Mm-hmm. We're like we're, we're privileged enough to perform for all you folks. So and, enjoy our music, but at the same time we're getting a kick out of hey man, we're, look at what we're doing. We're performing for you know x yeah. amount of people at at so and so venue. Yeah, and uh, they, I, I have a blast every time, man. Because you know I'm not a I'm not a, a a trained singer or anything like that. I just happen to. Kind you're of, one hell of a singer. I mean, it kind is, of fall I, into it. Is. I, uh, if matter of fact, I, I, this is there at the that's at, at the Montebello. Uh, yeah, that's that's in the park. Yeah, that's our homecoming yeah. show. We like yeah. to call. Actually, it was there that I met Willie G. He yeah, ac- he actually sat in front of me. That's what he sang with us. He, yeah, yeah, he did. We, he sang and he read the, the lyrics off of the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, okay. I, I remember that. That was so funny because he came backstage. You know, actually, yeah. it's really an honor for us to have. Uh, people to look up to like little Willie G, but yet for him to actually be a fan of the band and come, mm-hmm. like you said, you know, he comes and he sees our shows. And I remember that night he came backstage, you know, before our show and yeah. I says, little Willie G, I says, what's going on, man? And we started talking and then I says, you gotta come up and sing Strangers in the Night because the Midnighters have a beautiful rendition, rendition of Strangers, of, of mm, Strangers yeah. in the Night. He says, Art, I haven't sang that song like in 37 years. I'm like, well, you got to sing it tonight. I put him on the spot. And you know what? God bless him. He did him back on. And he sounded phenomenal. Yeah, sounded really like, what key is yeah. it? And I'm all like, I don't know. Whatever sounds good <laughs> to you, bro. That's one of the other guys. Yeah. You pulled it off. He pulled it yeah, off. Yeah, he, you, know? you know, he's a great performer. And his yeah. voice, man, you know, his music, man. Come on. Oh, man. How, man, many, how many babies weren't me? Too, yeah. Man, and I'm not only that, but when he was here, you know, I mean, the whole time, you know, and it was the first episode. We did a pilot uh-huh. just so I could get the feel of the podcast. Sure. And then I did the first episode with him, right? And he's sitting across the table from me. And I'm just sitting there looking like, you know, I'm thinking 15, 16 years old, listening to this guy. And even I still listen to this day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. On a, you know, quite every, regular basis. Every barbecue. Right. Every, yeah. I comes mean, out. Every party. And, and, but so he was there, right? So he's in front of us. Him and his wife sit down. And I'm and I'm telling my girlfriend, like, man, I'm going to give him my card. I want to I want to write about him. You know, at the time I was just doing the website. And... um you know, and I, f- I felt like a groupie, you know, because people are coming up and, you know, and I, I was going to feel that way, you know, like looking at him. Is there anybody you guys have met that you're just like, man, you feel like a kid, like you're just, this is, you know, somebody, an idol, not an idol, like you worship I, them, but somebody you look up to, I'll, like you're just. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll let Frankie answer it first, but then I'll tell you my. Hey, go ahead, man. Well, I'm trying to think of, I have well, a lot. For, 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 <laughs> for me, um, well, obviously my two huge biggest idols are. Buddy Rich and John Bonham. So both are, you know, mm-hmm. unfortunately they're they're playing in the big thing. band in heaven, right? Yeah. But uh, I think for me, the closest I've ever gone to meeting somebody that I idolized as a kid listening to records was when we actually got a chance to open up for Maynard Ferguson, world-renowned, Trump, famous but, trumpet player. I mean, and there's, there, you know, the theme from Rocky, he's mm-hmm. the one that played it, but he, I don't know if you're familiar with Maynard Ferguson, no. but anybody that knows anything about jazz or anything like that. Trumpet. Uh, or trumpet, I mean, knows Maynard Ferguson. And if you look him up online, and I'm hoping that people now, by me saying his name, look him up, just an awesome, awesome, he came out of the Stan Kenton Orchestra, and then he started with his own big band and mm-hmm. everything. So, uh, well, at least you didn't say Chuck Mangione because I would have been like, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Uh, Children of Sanchez, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he is good, though, man. You know, we did this to his stuff. Yeah, when you're, when you're in the elevator at the grocery <laughs> store, you're like, yeah, yeah. 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 He plays the bugle horn but, pretty good. But, uh, <laughs> but you go, right? 
but but uh, but uh, so so I, I'm never gonna forget this. It's a very surreal moment for me because uh, as a kid growing up, uh, another person that I that I idolized and and really appreciated as a kid was also my our, our band director Larry mm -hmm. Covaloni at Montebello High School, and so there I am now on stage, opening up for Maynard Ferguson with wow. with the Wise Guys. And who's sitting right next to me on the third trombone chair, which was our, our substituting with the wise guys, was our, our old band director. Wow. So on one side, I see our band director. You turn to the left on the wings, and you can see Maynard Ferguson getting ready to come up on stage mm -hmm. after we're done. So to me, that was a very, very awesome moment. As a matter of fact, I, I think it's the only time, uh, and as corny as it may sound, I think that, that my eyes ever got really watery on stage, just full of emotion. Wow. And, and then my parents were right in front row, too. So it was just kind of like, my goodness, if I'm going to die, I'd rather it be right now. It's yeah, yeah, the yeah. most perfect uh, day for me to die. But I think that's the closest it's ever gotten to me to to being somebody close. And of course, meeting like Little Wally G and mm -hmm. Luri Salas Luri from Sierra. You know, it's, uh, you know, I mean, there's just so many. Yeah, and those guys have so much knowledge. And, and then, uh, you History. Know, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Art, um, Art mentioned like Rudy. Um, Rudy he before, you, before you say, yeah. you want another beer? Yeah, let me see what it tastes like, man. Uh, a Union Jack IPA. You want to try? Um, you know what? It, it's your house, sir. I will have whatever you bring. I'm sure up. whatever you have is <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's good. I ain't a piggy drinker. Well, we're we're, we're we're hoping to get a tap here soon, so <laughs> nice. we'll have to uh, talk to the company soon. But uh, but yeah, I was saying about you know Rudy. Uh, he gave us a, a shot. You know he yeah. heard us. We, we did a uh, uh, no, at the time it was a, a public access uh, show, Mister the Mister Duran show. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, we played with on the Mister Duran show, but we're, now we're talking about Rudy Salas from Tierra. You yeah. know mm -hmm. who's the leader and founder? It's him and his brother. But Rudy's the one that they keeps kept the, the, kept been the keeping it going. Actually, but so yeah, so we came out of the Mister Duran show, and then uh, we did a fundraiser Razor at the for, Steven, Steakhouse, Steakhouse for like Garfield, and he yeah. was there. Mm -hmm. uh, Rudy and then he you know loved the music and what we were doing because it's obviously you know playing big band and and you know, who's doing that and especially yeah. there's a, a bunch of young kids well, yeah, back then we were younger this is quote, about 10 quote unquote minorities playing uh, you know <laughs> yeah. big bands and singing this kid singing Sinatra and all that stuff like that so he gave us a shot. He let us open up for him. And he was, I think, doing the Latin Legends. They were doing it. And it was, I don't know if you remember the hop mm -hmm. uh, in oh. industry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a place where you go have a beer and hang out with your teachers and stuff yeah. like that, you know? Yeah. But but it was a trip for us because, you know, here we are, you know, like, you know, yeah. we, we listen to Rudy Salas from Tierra. And, uh, yeah. and he invited us to play at the hop. And, you know, we may laugh about that place now in the venue. <laughs> no, I mean, but too that, No, I don't laugh. I usually laugh because there's a lot of nastiness that happened there about yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. you gotta remember STDs on the actual rails. <laughs> yeah, be <laughs> careful. And you're like, wow, man. But I remember you, that's, a, that's the only place I drank, uh, and I used a straw because I <laughs> come to you know, it. you know, I, I I think I had seen the most beautiful seventy year old, thirty year old looking woman. Yeah. <laughs> until she turned around, and I was like, oh my god, wow! I thought you were thirty for a minute. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, uh, Good times, huh? <laughs> Dial right, bring you grandma. Yeah. But uh, no, it was a good place. It was a good place because it was. It was. It was like the one of the only yeah, they, places. And have, uh, in, now you know it's kind of those places you kind of long for because they they had live entertainment, which is a lot of places don't have that anymore. That's true. You know they had all these bands coming in, and uh, you know you want to dance, have a good time, and and I know we joke about it. You know, like it, people say like, <laughs> oh, it's just, uh, it, the older people. But you know what, man? As I'm getting older, as we're all getting older, thank God. Um, 
I would love to go to a place like that where I could just dance and hang out with my wife and 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 chill, have a, a beer, yeah. and uh, and hell, even if you're single, maybe go somewhere and try to pick up on someone your own age. Yeah. <laughs> and the kids nowadays, yeah. I don't know what the hell they're talking yeah. about. They hear, yeah, they, they want get, the older women. They go to the yeah, Foxfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know that place, I, I do miss it because you could go at any. Given and they had time. a free buffet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then they you went for the food, <laughs> good fried cuisine. Chicken. Yeah, they did. They have good cuisine there. Uh, but you know, you you had you know one week you would take for example like the Midnighters. Mm -hmm. The next weekend you would have Malo. The next weekend they would have, uh, you know, Tierra, mm -hmm. and then so on and so on. So they would have all these old bands that that you heard in the '60s and '70s yeah. and early up, 80s. some of them early '80s. Uh, we grew up listening to them. They're basically our parents. That's what we're making reference to the older people being there. But you know what? As our generation was coming up, and we started bringing the, some of that younger crowd, some of it they started coming yeah. to, to the hop and mm -hmm. stuff. And, and it was really, but Frankie's right. You know, we miss places like that. I mean, the only yeah. one place right now where you can go and have. Uh, you know, besides cuisine, probably spikes, yeah, cuisine like that, you know, and 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 be able to enjoy a band. You QC, know, they, they, they when you guys play there, QC is when you, <laughs> yeah, but we're on stage, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're always working when we have to do things like that. Yeah, we don't get to hang out yeah. too much. Uh, Even QC, I, you know, I, I I went to the um, uh, the Valentine's Day thing like years ago mm -hmm. that you guys do, yeah, well, 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 yeah, anyways, uh, well, that was a good story, we'll talk about <laughs> off camera, right? Because, yeah, I got up, I didn't know what the hell happened, uh -huh. but um. <laughs> You're a lightweight man. Yeah, no. you're a lightweight. No. I should have sent you those shots. Well, well, usually, usually these water bottles are. I fill them up in pregame with something else. But um, <laughs> no, man. Um, but um, yeah, I think there too. Frankie introduced me to. There was another old Chicano band. It was. It was kind of one of those way off the beaten track bands. Oh, I'm trying to think of the... And, I, 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 uh, Los Penguin. I don't remember what it was. The guy gave me his card and you told me, you're yeah. dude, you have to write about this guy. We were at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's he was... I was actually talking to him. I can't remember. The, I can't remember the and name. I, and I lost his card. I know it sucks. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was one of well, those Well, if you're hearing this, <laughs> get, get yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. We have, we have a lot of those type of guys that will come up and say oh we played with such and such or we played with old timers yeah yeah and we're like what i mean we, ooh, we used to listen to your records you know and but i think that's the, with your guys's music though it's bringing life back into it because it's it's um like even willie g when i told him i said it's and it's not to knock them like if you turn on pbs and you watch some of these showcases yeah. with legends it sounds i mean it's mm -hmm. i could put the 45 on it's exact there's nothing really new or advantageous to it you know, but I guess people are now able to see these old, older folks now performing yeah. still, and yeah. that they're alive, and they sound good. But I, I think if you can inject some something into it that's your own, mm -hmm. right? You know, that makes it even better for the audience and a show because um, this will be my first time actually trying to play video, and it was also hard to get video. So you guys should also recruit somebody <laughs> to shoot video, at least with a decent phone. You know, we, we, <laughs> but, we, we um, you know, we have no. The thing is, we we actually try to get people, but the band is just so busy. Yeah. Um. You know, they whoever's gonna shoot video or photographs, they have to lo love what they do as much as yeah. loving what we do. You know, but uh, we always get people that say, yeah, yeah, we're gonna do it, and then you know. Anyway. Well, this will be the first time I actually play audio through a video, so we'll see. Uh -huh. It starts off real pixelated, but I enjoy this one because it caught what I think. You know, when you see a live performance versus a CD, yeah, usually the live performances disappoint you, right? Because not only can the guitar player not play as good right. and in time because they don't have all the tracks, right, blah, right. blah, blah. But this one I really enjoyed for the audio, and I know it starts pixelated, but... Oh. Oh, this is at Ink and Iron. That's at the Ink and Iron. That's right. At, and the Queen, at the Queen Mary. Actually, the guy that videotaped it is uh, Mike. 
I want to say his last name Burnaby Mike B he was with the Rudy G and the and the High Tones mm -hmm. so it's actually that's his video and he graciously recorded us and uh, hanging a good time and uh, but I enjoyed it the odd your voice just listen boy that boy sounds sexy <laughs> I mean, we're talking, this is a cell phone. This is a cell phone. I mean, this is not like a, a you know, killer $300, $400 microphone. And it's not like the phones now. That was, that had to be back probably 2000 something. <laughs> yeah, what, it wasn't when the phones are right now. No, yeah, and, and, that, that was definitely a flip phone. I remember that because that was probably the first or second ink and iron that we did. Yeah. And that was close to 10 years I ago. I think that was the year yeah. I hung myself on the poles too. Yeah, he we, there was a stripper <laughs> pole there because he had like a stripper thing. And then uh, Frankie actually went all the way. There's a video of that somewhere. There's a, there's a picture. <laughs> yeah. And him going up the pole and then coming back down. But the, just seeing the whole band, I mean, to me, it, and everybody sounds in time. Everybody sounds crisp. And I mean, I, like I said, I, and I know because I've been to your guys' shows, yeah. what it's like. But, I, you know, for the people at home that are either going to be watching the the vodcast or watch, listening to the podcast, mm -hmm. to hear the audio quality and what the experience like when you're actually there is, you know, you would almost think from this video, it can't get any better. But shit, it is because this is just. Well, thanks, man. You know, it, it's it, to me, like I said, uh, it, it's a real good. Um, and, and speaking of your trumpet player, I enjoyed this. Oh, um, I, 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 this I wouldn't is, even say the name, but uh, I, I know exactly which one you're talking about now. And he's, he's an awesome. Oh, yeah, that's an intro, man. At first, I thought it was Don Rickles, but no, it's, uh, no that's his intro. <laughs> and then Frankie here has got the t shirt like a, a matador. Yeah, because he's going to go in there and kill it. That's my boy. He was supposed to be here, Robert. Unfortunately, yeah. He, uh, I was anticipating. Nikki. I thought he was. Yeah, the director. yeah, yeah. No, his kid. Uh, you know, that's one thing about the guys in the band. They, you know, they take their family life very, very, very too hard. And this kid had a big basketball game, so he couldn't be here. So here you guys are at the House of Blue, and then Robert's gonna tear it up on the oh, to yeah. start. Who's listening? Yep. horn section is, is moving in rhythm yeah. right in unison yeah yeah it's so awesome because you know as i'm watching this video I, I see the guys reacting in the background you know to robert playing those first few notes and i know the boy you know you see him and it's not fake you're right you know the guys are genuinely enjoying having to play that song when mm -hmm. you hear those first notes they're like yes do we gonna play this song we're gonna we love it and uh you know there's been times where frankie after the show says thank you all for coming but we had all the fun and it's genuinely true. We get up there and there's 18 guys literally just trying to have, we have such a great time up on stage. And there's so much that goes on stage that you don't even realize. Yeah, the jokes. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. jokes and the inner things and we're poking fun at each other. And, and sometimes in some of these videos, I'll catch myself uh, reacting to something that somebody did on stage or mm -hmm. said or something. And when somebody's in the middle of a solo and yeah. and it's just, you know, we, we, we try to make everybody feel like, hey man, we're jamming in our in our garage or in our living room and mm -hmm. you're part of the party, man, having a drink yeah, with us. You yeah, know? That, that's definitely, I think, what, what uh, we want to do when we do our shows is uh, make sure, you know, no matter what, 
uh, I always tell the guys is um, what our problems may be or, or whatever um, is when we're on stage, you know, people are there, especially it don't matter if it's, you know, five people or 500, 5,000 people, they're there to see us. Mm-hmm. And they're there. They might have came from work or from having a crappy deal, or whatever. They want to have a good time. Let's, let's take them there, man. Yeah. Let's get them. Let's let them have a good time. Mm-hmm. So. No, and I think that's the thing for me is when it is, a sh- it's like a show. It's mm-hmm. not just the music. You're not just right. going, you know. You're gonna actually experience the the energy you guys put out from the stage. It it radiates out to the audience because it it just keeps going. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's 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 entertainment on on a on a level that for a big band, and I only say that big band because it's you know eighteen pieces, right? But the genres you guys cover is unheard of. Well, know? yeah. Well, right now, perfect example. You heard. A song from Dean Martin, and then the next video you played was uh, a mambo from Perez Prado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, and Frankie did touch a good subject right now. You know, many times guys in the band, you know, like before, sometimes during the show, they'll come and they'll be like, "Oh, Mart, you know, this and that," and they give me their heads and they're, you know, they, they they give me their problems. And then I said, you know what, you know, and then we talk, and then I said, you know what, buddy, he says, I said, you're in the band now. You're here. You're here to forget about mm-hmm. your toothache. Your girlfriend broke your heart. You just got fired, laid off, whatever. But guess what, man? When you get on that stage, all those people that paid or they came to see the band, they're here for that exact same reason, man. They want to mm-hmm. forget about their problems. So why don't you join the crowd, man, and just forget about it, play your music. Have a good time. Anyway, let's, have, let's all have a good time. At least for this one hour and a half, man, you know, it's just, just about forgetting about everything. Uh, from both sides, really. From the band yeah. side, we're there performing, forgetting about our daily struggles or what have you and then we try to project that to the audience so that when they come to our show for that one hour and a half you know they don't have that pending bill they don't have uh you know their ex-girlfriend or ex-husband harassing them over one thing or another mm-hmm. they're there just to have a good time the man. baby's mama or anything like <laughs> yeah because the band becomes like the third place for them right there's home yeah work mm-hmm. and yeah then the yeah band. then it's the band yeah pretty much yeah and yeah. a lot of the guys in the band you know they have uh, one of the reasons robert couldn't be here was because little nikki his son he, he got uh, he has actually two basketball games and as a matter of fact myself right after this i have a son that plays high school baseball and he has a game here at a rancho hmm. you know so we, and then frankie now with his kids so we all you know it's so it's so cool to see that you these guys that we grew up with like literally brothers you know we went to you know we went to each other's weddings and we saw mm-hmm. each other graduate from high school from college and we went to the, like i said the weddings and then you know we went to the baptismals and the baby showers and now our kids are doing first communions and they're playing sports and this and that some of us you know have older kids as opposed yeah. to others who have still kids but smaller kids i started but, late you know but, <laughs> I think but yeah, wrong with that but we have but we have uh and you know and then also along with that you go through the tough no times. regrets so, yeah. you know we go through the tough times when you know when our parents get sick you know or sometimes unfortunately death hits family mm-hmm. and yeah and we certainly all are a family you know we all deeply care uh i think the hardest time that frankie and i have ever performed uh for the public yeah. and has been when uh, my dad had a major stroke uh as a matter of fact that show that you just showed about robert or from robert playing the, mm-hmm. the, the cherry pink that that's that no it was wasn't? no it was uh that because ben's in there rudy was in there oh okay yeah rudy but there's another there. version of uh, yeah, cherry pink another, in there. That, that, yeah. yeah uh uh that uh, my dad had had a major stroke, stroke yeah. that monday and it was our cd release party at the house of blues that sunday that sunday the following sunday which would have been you know six seven days later and we were seriously considering of canceling that show. And then, I mean, the place was already, like, sold out. All tickets were gone. We're, and we were going back and forth and, and then, every uh, day um, from, um, going to San Diego. Yeah, because he had the stroke in Rosarito. He was actually out there vacationing. And wow. He had the stroke and paralyzed his whole right side, and he can't speak. And God, well, I mean, he's doing fine now, but, you know, he's still, unfortunately, you know. So both speak. your parents are still alive? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, Thank yes. God. Good. Thank so, God. So what, what I'm getting at is... Uh, 
you know, we were deciding back and forth of whether or not to have that show, you know. And then uh, our mom actually sat us down and she says, listen, she says, your dad would have been there and he would have never, ever, ever, ever allowed for you guys to cancel the show because he's sick. Uh, and you're talking about a man had for 30 plus years never missed one day of work. Yeah. Mm. Literally, never missed then, one day of work. I mean, this guy could have had Got a, up at 3.30 in the morning. Wow. My work. dad had an... Uh, 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 my dad could have had a fucking fever of 102 and fucking bust his ass all day. But his priority was, I got to provide for my family. Mm. So my mom kind of said, hey, look, your dad would have never missed it. And, you know, and you guys shouldn't. So we went and I kind of took some of the things that I said to, would say to some of the guys in the band. It's like, okay, well, let's do the show. And then when I went to the show, I kind of went a little melancholy and I kind of didn't want to do it. But then I thought to myself, well, Art, what have you told some of the guys in the and band I, for many And not years? only that, Forget the, about it. the guys in the band were, were so, so supportive. supportive. Yeah. And it's like, hey, man, you're, you're cool. And, and, you know, pretty much what we probably would tell them when mm -hmm. the, 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 the rules were reversed, they, they told us. Because yeah. we said it so many times to them that it, it was our turn, in a sense. And, uh, you know, you, you, you eat those words. Not eat them, but, um, I mean. You, you get them back. You get them back, and it's like, yeah, you know what? Just got to go. And, yeah, we went out there. And it was probably one of the best shows, but man, it was after that it was I was I was done, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was a done week for me. Yeah, and then you know, as for, for you know, when Robert too, when his mother passed away, our lead trumpet player, um, you know, she passed away, I believe, like on a Wednesday, and we had a show on that Friday, hmm. and he showed up, and we're all there for him. You know, we were very supportive, um, and you know, Josh too, one of yeah, our sax players. So. Again, so not only do we go through the good times, but we've also been there for each other through the bad times. And I mm -hmm. think for a lot of us, uh, myself included, uh, it's not just about, you know, the business that I run. And it's not just about my family. Sometimes you kind of need that third thing to go to, to, to kind of, well, you, you know. You got you to do what you love, man. I think any uh, yeah. the secret in life is, you know, obviously just family. And it's, and it's a beautiful thing. But you know, it, sometimes family gets a little bit tedious, and yeah. it's it's just, it's human. You're human, yeah. right? You, you know, and sometimes you just might need something just to, whether it's working out, whether it's running, whether it's painting, whether it's music. In this case, is if whether it's music, you, you got to find that happiness, whatever it is mm -hmm. that makes you happy, and then you bring back all that to work, family, yeah. and then you that one thing that you go, hey, you know what, man. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna play with my band, and for that hour and a half or whatever I'm on stage, that's on me. And then I could go back and do what I gotta do in life, which is you know go to work, uh, you know. It's like an outlet, right? It's yeah. almost like therapy, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Like just to, to oh, yeah, de de decompress and, 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 and de-stress. So much. And you gotta it, see yeah. it as that, and you gotta enjoy it as that too. You gotta, you gotta. A lot of people don't 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 do that. They 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 just so worried about I gotta do this for my family. I gotta do work. I do this. But what makes you happy? You know what what what's gonna make you happy? Is it just staying at home, drinking a beer, listening to music, or you know maybe having that one day with your buddies or just hang out mm -hmm. and play poker, whatever it is? But you gotta find. I think every person needs to find that one thing that makes you happy. Yeah. And uh, once you do that, then you become a better human, and then you're better for the world. Yeah. That's the quote of the day. For <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's one thing about yeah. Frankie on his social media. He's always posting these interesting posts. Right. Yeah. Some of them are thought provoking. Some of them are very tongue in cheek and. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are actually really freaking funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the one I remember, I remember this one this from years ago, and it was this conversation that a butterfly had with the sun. Uh-huh. And uh, do you remember it? The butterfly. The, he's not done yet? I don't no, 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 know. No, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a comedy one. Oh. It was an inspirational. It was a profound one. And I read that, and actually it's something that I think I actually live by in the things that I've done. Right. 
because it hit me when I read that. It, it was basically the butterfly goes up to the sun and then he says, hey, Mr. Sun, you know, right. everybody's amazed, blah, blah, blah. And then the the, um, the sun tells the butterfly, says, well, well basically the butterfly saying, everyone's amazed at me because I can change from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Right. And then the butterfly says, but people don't understand they can change as much as they want mm-hmm. every day. It's not just a one-time event. Yeah. Right. And I thought about, I mean, it struck me because I never thought about myself that way. And I yeah. thought, there's you don't always have to walk the same way. You don't always have to do exactly. exactly. You're not you're not stuck or life, confined, right? Life changes, man. Yeah. And if, if you don't see that and you don't adapt to that, then you're going to be stuck in the same miserable spot sometimes. If you're good, then stay there, right? Yeah. But even then, you get bored. You're like, you know, life, if you're lucky to live 80 years old, 90 years old, I don't think any person is going to, you know, I like, uh, um, you know, uh, I like beer, but I don't think I could drink it every day just because I can't, yeah. you know, um, it's not going to make me happy or anything. So I want to have a little bit of Jack Daniels. I'm like, you got to change things yeah, up. Yeah, you got to change it to, up. To make things better for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's why one of the things I've always say, and in, in, I know like in regards to Facebook and, and um, Instagram and, and MySpace and all that other <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I would post uh, uh, positive thoughts and jokes mm-hmm. because everyone's always posting, or at least what I notice, at least other nowadays, uh, other problems, the presidential stuff and this and that. It's like, man, you know what? Instead of just posting it, why don't you do something about it? Stop complaining. Uh, and not only that, yeah. just post yeah. something good. You know, hey, yeah. man, I woke up. My kids are healthy. How about that? Yeah, exactly. I got money in my pocket. Yeah. I'm going to go to a job. You know how many people don't have a job? Yeah. I hate this job. Then find another one. No, yeah. one, no one's keeping you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so... I like to try to tell people that. I even, you know, when I talk to people, I always try to tell them, you know, do what's best for you. Do, do you know, yeah. don't be a dick. And yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if I could cuss here or not. Yeah, but, sure, why not? Um, I started cussing because I heard him cuss. I was like, <laughs> okay, it must be okay. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you had a pretty big finger there, Art, that you just pointed yeah. at me. You were like on the stand. Art's like, it was him. Um, but uh, it's just, you know, the two youths. It's one of the things that gets me on, on, on social media because I, I, I would always get like, right. why are you always posting? Your life can't be that happy. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. But I wake up in the morning being thankful, and if I post something that might help someone else, hey man, I, I'm doing God's work here. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. some of the people uh, makes them feel better, like you said. You know, in regards to a post that I posted earlier uh, throughout the years. Um, yeah, if, if I can make you laugh, if I can make you go like, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, my life isn't perfect by no means. You know, no yeah. one's. I don't. I don't. Anyone who tells you that is lying. Yeah. But uh, I try to make it. I try to make sure that you know what, man. I got a family. I got. I got a job. I play in a band that I never thought I would be playing. I perform in venues. So every morning I wake up and I and I and I uh, thank God and and I thank ten things as I drive to work of what I'm happy about instead of complaining and bitching about the weather. I go like I'm happy for this. I'm happy for that. I'm happy for that. And sometimes I'm pissed. And I was like, but. You'd be grateful. Yeah, see, life can, and that's the thing that people don't understand is that just because a person can be positive doesn't mean that life doesn't suck. Yeah, Some right. things can yeah. totally, but you don't fixate on them. You know what you do? At the end of the day, you get yourself one of these and you just go. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that was, and for, for you these listening, that, that was a beer. And yeah. you just drink a little bit and just, you know, hey, because. you could afford a beer. There's some people begging for a beer. <laughs> <'Kay>. Yeah, <laughs> if you're somebody interesting, I'll interview you and give you a beer. Yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> exactly, go see. Comes with so you, perks, so you have something to look forward to. Yeah, man. Um, but, but and also, I, I noticed because a lot of your posts are also La Bamba inspired. Yes, hey, it, you see my shirt. In the shirt, Frankie is wearing <laughs> the, oh, the flyer from the 
La Bamba movie the, for the La Bamba. The flying guitar. The flying. No one gets this shirt. Everyone's like excited. So what is that? I, I don't think I've had anyone go like. It's Bob's poster, I, man. I, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. They're like, what? All I got is. You know, man, I grew up, like, you know, Art Art said, like, the, you know, you asked us a question, who would you like to have met? I, I've met a lot of people and I respect them. I was stricken. You know what? The only person I, I, I can say, and, and this is kind of, sounds silly, but uh, was uh, my my high school music teacher was Mr. Seed. I was awestricken when he came and um, and he played with us. And I was even more awestricken when I actually got to sit next to him and have a beer and talk music because, mm. you know, that's your music teacher. Mm. Uh, Celebrity-wise, yeah. I haven't met anybody. I I, I, I used to work at a, at, a, at a magazine before where I met a lot of celebrities. And they were cool, but nothing that I was like, oh, my God, you know. Um because to me, those they're people. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're good at their craft, and, and I respect them for that. And I respect a lot of people, and whatnot. But um, I think for me to be awestricken, it would I would I would probably be like um, if I met Simon Morales, and I'd be like, hey, dude, you know? yeah, that's that's <laughs> can I really take a, can I take a Bob picture? But you know how many times he yeah. gets that, so he'd probably be like, who's this weenie here, right? But <laughs> yeah. just tell him it's all about Richie. What about <laughs> me? You yeah. had me locked up, you know. But. Uh, <laughs> That, you know, that the whole be, world revolves no, around but, I, <laughs> but yeah, La Bamba, got, you know, yeah. back in 87, which is one of the years that I remember um, music, that's when the movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole movie had a big impact on me. Like, man, look at this young kid, like Latino kid, you know, uh, doing what he's doing. And, um, you know, of course he passes away. And even back then I was like, you got to live life because you never know when it's going to end. It almost felt like, you know, I think tragic ends happen for, you know, yeah. Hispanic people. And I was like, oh man, I don't know if you I know? want to be successful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? I know. Success I know. and death. I, go I, I hope I keep playing Parks and Swap Meets because I don't want to <laughs> yeah. get free beer. Yeah. Um, but th- that, yeah, that, yeah, that movie was, uh, I'm a big fan. It's just funny, you know, but at the same time, it shows a lot of the values, you know, just like my music, you know, and, and, um, and uh, the whole story of it. I and mean, I could go on forever talking about La Bamba, but, you know, it's funny. It makes you feel good. And, and it's great music, man. I'm, I'm a big, you know, uh, 50s, you know, 60s, you know, doo-wop and, and, and rock and roll, rockabilly. I'm a big fan. I was a, a, a Vivo Las Vegas. Uh, a lot of years I went there mm-hmm. with my buddies. It was our my, our our man getaway, as you want to call it. And, you know, what better thing to do than to gamble, drink, and, and, and listen to great music, you know? So what's your favorite song that you like to sing now? My favorite song that I like to sing now, um, there's a lot of songs. First song I've always liked would be Mac the Knife because that's like, I think the first song I've ever sang, which was that genre. And I was at a karaoke bar for our old, uh, an old place I used to go visit. It was called Mr. C's. And, uh, uh, the the owner was a big Sinatra fan, mm-hmm. and I'm all like, "That's a Bobby Darian song," but he's all like, "I just sing that song," because he heard me singing one time. I was goofing around with it, and ever since then, I started singing it, and, and that was my first song that I actually sang with the band, where I told Art. Actually, the first song was "I Got You Under My Skin" and "Ladies and Tramp." Ladies and Tramp, yeah. But right. I told Art when we first got our charts uh, arranged, I'm all, "Get Mac the knife." I think that one's gonna work with the people. Could and you? Uh... Could you sing a, a, few, <laughs> a few notes of Mac the Knife? Uh, yeah. But with Mac the Knife, but the song I like right now, mm-hmm. the one that means to me a lot more right now, uh, would be I Got the Word on the String by uh, by Frank Sinatra, just because just that's, I where, I, that, yeah, that, that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. You know, just in my life, um, I feel good. And every time I hear it, it's just like, yeah, man, you know what? You know. And you want me to do a little bit of that one? You can do both. Mac the Knife. Oh, the shark, babe, has such teeth, dear, and he shows them pearly white, 
Just a jackknife has old Mac Heath, babe. And it keeps it out of sight. You know when that shark bites with its teeth, baby. <clears throat> Scarlet billows, they start to spread. Fancy gloves, oh, where's old Mac Heath, babe? So there's never... I'll never trace a red. There you go. Uh, do it easy. <laughs> uh, do it easy. <laughs> and, it, and then we're on the string. I've got the world on a string. I'm sitting on a rainbow. Got the string around my finger. Bow. What a world. What a life. I'm in love. Anyways, that, the song goes like that. So. Oh, a little ditty there. That, that, that was... Man. But yeah, that song right now, I, I, I yeah. it's a good song, man. I like happy songs. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. There, there's times where, where I listen to a lot of uh, uh, what my wife likes to call depressing songs. I like to listen to <laughs> ballads, man. They're beautiful yeah. love songs. You know, love, love, love has heartbreak. It hurts. It hurts yeah. sometimes. Even and, if even if you're still yeah, with and the you person. hear it, and it's not that you're dwelling on it, but you know, with me, one of the things I've always loved about music is the lyric. So I'm like, man, how what made that guy write that song? You know, um, like Juan Gabriel. Um, one of my favorite guys. I wish I would have seen him um, perform. Um, I I constantly watching his videos on YouTube because he was a great performer. Man, he mm-hmm. had the crowd going, and and he you know wrote so many songs. Entertainer, yeah. You know, and everyone's always talking about his sexuality and this and that, and <laughs> and it, yeah. you know it is with little little. Obvio no se pregunta. I think it was yeah, one yeah. of the same. Right. But cares, at the dude? same at the same time was one of the things that I used to think about with that is like okay so so what if 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 if. Uh, um, you know, he, if he was gay, but the the words he wrote, I think any guy could relate to, any girl could relate to. It's universal, mm-hmm. and so to me, it was always like, look at this guy sing the songs, and he sings like he meant something. Who broke your heart, man? You yeah. know, yeah. and I was like, damn, dude, who's the chick that broke your heart, or who's the guy, Funny. or whatever, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it was like you believe yeah. it, and then wow. and, and that's that's magic, man. That's talent, and then I mean, I write a couple songs and. Hopefully, comes some good some good ones coming up lately um, in the near f- future. But um, I'm always listening to that stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I listen to. And f- I go from there. I go to to Aerosmith. I go to Andrea Bocelli, Javier Solis, which is one of mm-hmm. my favorite singers. Uh, Bobby Darin is one of my well, huge, like, right? huge influence on me. And uh, Dean Martin, obviously the Rat Pack, Frank Sinatra, uh, Sammy Davis, uh, Harry Connick Jr., which is yeah. a guy that actually kept that kind of music going for so many years be- right. before you know without being recognized. I only think only certain people will know about him, and I think until Michael Bublé came about and made it a little bit more pop, and mm-hmm. and, and, and well, he did I think maybe one um, or couple albums where there were a big band, but other than that, I think he went pop after, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, Harry Connick has always kind of st- stuck to that, and mm-hmm. been so many original songs that have that same genre and and um, the music feel and lyric to it. And, and it wasn't like a gimmick with him, Harry Connick, man. I mean, he you guy's genuinely a very good musician, and he hires like really good musicians. Yeah. So it wasn't like, uh, you know, uh, I'm not criticizing Michael Bublé, but I mean, it wasn't kind of like it's. He seems a little too fabricated uh, as far as I'm concerned. Or yeah, yeah, you know, he they kind of you know he, he's just part of the pop. You know, he needs yeah. to sell records. But Harry Connick Jr. Uh, I'm, I'm talking contemporary times. I mean, he, the guy just came. 
I mean, this is in the 90s, man. You know, mm-hmm. we're listening to Two Life Crew and, you know, and, Me So uh, Horny and stuff like that. Belvive DeVoe, dude. Yeah, Belvive <laughs> DeVoe. And then, you know, with the whole the grunge movement. Poison, yeah. and this poison. Guy's, <laughs> and this guy's over here, you know, uh, writing about, uh, you know, We Are, time, we we are in Love and, and Just Kiss Me. And, and yeah. yeah. And Harry Met Sally, the soundtrack. The soundtrack for that. Awesome soundtrack. You ever so. get a chance to check out that movie and the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. So oh. we, we play some actually now, some of his his wow. stuff, yeah. Yeah, and of course, he, even on his show, right? Even on his yeah, show, he yeah. does yeah. music. Yeah, and, and of course, you know, there's Brian Setzer who, who yeah, did, who yeah. did you know, revitalized two two genres twice. You know, the rockabilly with the, in the '80s when he did the you know the Straight, the Straight Cats, Cats yeah. and then with the Brian Setzer Orchestra when he brought that whole back that swing movement the whole big band along yeah. with the uh, Royal Crown Review, which is another one of my favorite bands. Uh, Eddie Nichols is, is like, dude, that guy could tear mm-hmm. up the stage. You know, yeah. as one of the guys actually that I would see when I first started singing with the band. And doing is like man, look how he controls the crowd and it's look how awesome, he's man. just bad. Awesome, and, and his whole band, mind you, you know. Danny Glass, man, on, you know, on drums. Um, Matt Mondo, yeah, Rami, and and, and you know, Scott Scene, and and, and yeah. Danny Glass. Yeah. Um, these cats were like doing stuff that and no one, so nice. It's like I had the pleasure of meeting Danny Glass, and it's such a nice guy. And, and I yeah. had the pleasure of meeting Eddie Nichols, but I don't think he remembered. Yeah. <laughs> it was Viva. It was, Hello, and then you guys, uh, I actually, have a couple of pictures to prove it. But. Yeah, and then you guys, uh, uh, I, I didn't go to this particular show, but I think you guys, uh, you and actually at that time, most of the guys went to go see him at the Derby one time, right? Yeah, we did. We did go yeah. Valentine's Day. And you guys hung out and everything. And we hung out, cool. and I talked to the trumpet player, uh, and then Eddie Nichols for a little bit. But. Are you ready for another beer? Of course, man. All right. Well, uh, we'll but uh, yeah. Time. So, anyways, but to to go long story short, uh, in regards to the who I admire the most, and in regards to who will be at awe, I'm still at awe. You know, we just recorded a CD two weeks ago, I think. Yeah, yeah. two two weeks ago. And uh, two our, weeks ago and, today. and our music director again sat in with us, so it was really cool for me. And you know, I was like, man, this is Mr. C. You know, we're hanging out, mm-hmm. and and, uh, and I actually I, I graduated with his son. You know. Okay. Hey, Mike, what's up? Um, <laughs> Little but, C. Uh, yeah, little C. And, but it was, that's the only, you know, your teacher, you know. Yeah. Um, this guy, can I say a little short story? Is it going to be okay? Oh, go ahead. Um, I, the reason, you know, how I say I had no training in singing, a story, if it's okay to say. Um, I was a freshman in high school. As long as right? no crimes were committed no that crimes are still within the statute of limitations. Because people ask me. Okay. <laughs> no, this is way past the statute of limitations. Okay, they, 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 they're talking 91, 92. I just want to make sure everybody's protected. Not <laughs> why, yeah. why wasn't I singing? Why didn't I sing in choir in, in high school? I actually played tuba in high school, man. The oh, cool, the cool, the, the tell, cool, him how, tell him how that happened, dude. The coolest instrument, by mind you. Yeah, he turned it into him and... Me and my friend Edgar, yeah, we we became the dancing tubas. If I would have known that Banda would have made made such a big hit, I <laughs> yeah, would have stuck with it. Yeah, man. we should have stuck with Banda <laughs> music, man. Yeah, you know. Oh man, <laughs> I would have met Jenny Rivera. <laughs> uh, but uh, so uh, my freshman year, you know, man, I'm like a what, 14 year old kid, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, you, in eighth grade you try out or or you sign up for choir, and then you, when you go as a freshman, you you get stuck in this what's the thing was got men's ensemble or something like that was called. So I wanted to go, you know, be in choir. Because I, I figured that's how you meet girls, right? That was, mm-hmm. that was one of the things. I was a young kid. I've always liked girls. Um, it's a bad and, habit of mine too. Right, <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Women, I should say, but yeah. um, but that was that was my thing. And quiet. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, I could do that. And I honestly, I wanted to stay away in a sense from the band because my brother played drums, and everyone when I got there, everyone called me Little Art. Mm-hmm. Or you're gonna play drums like your brother? I was like, ah, no, I don't even play drums, man. Um, so I was trying to do something that was different, and so I went, you know, and I, I think. In, I got my 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 schedule and I wasn't in, in in choir, so I had my friend a friend of mine and he's all like, yeah, I'm in choir. He's like, just come with me, and then we'll talk to the teacher. 
which is the choir teacher, and she'll sign you up. So I'm like, cool. So we get first period. This is like the Wednesday after the first day of school, and or Friday, whatever you want to call it. A couple of days after the first day of school, we get to the choir room, and and you know, a class has just ended, and she's by the piano, and she was a really loud teacher, and she's barking out orders and mm-hmm. loud yelling at people. And I kind of go, and my friends are like, "Hey, Mrs. So and So, I don't want to say her name. Yeah, yeah. Um, you figure it out." And uh, I'm like, this is, "This is Frankie, and he wants to join choir." And she's like, literally, like picks up her hands, like, "Come back later. I don't have time for you right now. Come back later, and then we'll talk later." But you know, just kind of like get the f out in yeah, a sense, what right? A bitch. Yeah. And I was just like, "I'm like, again a 14 year old kid with a big pimple on my nose," and I'm like, uh, "Okay, <laughs> you know, it's like the kid from The Simpsons," and I just walked out, you know, and I was like, "Oh shit," you know, uh, that's. Rejected. That, that was his choir career. That was my rejection right here, right? <laughs> that was his one and done, one hit wonder. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. So then I go to the band room, which is right next door to the to the choir room. To the choir room, and then I was like, "Well, I can't not do anything." So I asked the, the then my my uh, my band teacher, Mister C, "Hey, can I be a a, a a band manager?" Which is a sense it's a roadie, like and a helper. You yeah. You go to all the games and to all the parades, but you just bring out the instruments and then you pull yeah. them away, load them and unload them from the and and so that was my thing, right? And as as the year went on, you know they they get ready for for drum uh, drum, drum competition, drum, drum competition, drum practices, and they have all that stuff, yeah. and they. You know, I was gonna kind of, kind of groomed into kind of going into that, and I really didn't want to do it because I, I didn't want to play drums. I'm not my brother, and I don't want people to think I was gonna be like my brother. So I'm hanging out on the side, and I'm playing like Game Boy at the time, whatever. And my band director comes, and he's all like, "Hey, he's all, don't you want to learn how to play tuba?" And I was like, "Uh, I don't know how to play that." He's like, "Don't worry about it. We'll teach you." He's like, "Come wow. on," and I was just yeah. like, "Yeah." Okay. This was actually during a drum practice. Yeah. I remember and, that. And yeah. then uh, I was just like, drum you want to teach me? I'm going to learn, dude. Thank you. Because that's going to take me away from the drums. And you actually want to teach me something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I joined the band. I played next year. I played the tuba for three years and uh, won a senior award and, and, and all that good stuff. And then my one of my best buddies was uh was playing tuba as well, so we got to hang out. I got to go to all the football games, to all the parades, mm-hmm. and, and I have to pay all the basketball games. <laughs> and uh, it, you know, it kind of goes to show, like sometimes the teachers pay attention how you talk to a student. You know, yeah. um, it, it he obviously once I joined the band, you know, he taught us, uh, you know, was it uh, showmanship, showmanship, the respect of the music, the being music. on time to places, mm-hmm. getting there early, you know, and being prepared. And I. No offense to the choir memorizing teacher, your stuff, yeah. and he's just like I don't think I could have learned that in that at the choir. Yeah. So you know, God works in mysterious ways. So from that, I think it, it it got me to where I was at, and where I'm at now is a lot of the stuff that I learned in band. Um, you know, thank God I, I, that teacher was mean to me and and, and shooed me away because, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I would have been doing Broadway right now, dancing around <laughs> in spandex. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, doing, you, doing the jazz hands. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So yeah. been the the suffering artist, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you guys could describe the Wise Guys Big Band Machine in one word, what would it be? Each of you. One word. Hmm. Boy, I never. Uh, I don't know if it's a one word, but a good time. Yeah. yeah. One word. Oh, I guess for me it would be uh jeez. I, I I can't I can't think of one word. I'm sure after I leave I'll think of plenty, music. But, <laughs> music, good yeah, time. I can't you know, it's just so dance. Many, so I mean do, do do I go by the 
by the characteristics of how we are, or do we go by the music that we play, or do we go by? I, just, I, I can't think of any. We call it we call our music big band Vegas swing. Yeah, which is like you know it's not uh, it's just like going to Vegas. You're gonna have a good time. You're gonna dance. It's you're a gonna, show, yeah, yeah, it's a show. So that's what we we call the the wise guys. Our sound is the big band Vegas swing. Uh, it's just. You know, it's everything in there, everything that's Vegas. You know, you want to have a good time. You want to drink. You want to, you know, when you go into a couple of our shows, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think that's one of the greatest things. When you go to our show, security really doesn't need to be called unless someone yeah. falls on the floor just to help them up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Think, there right? There's no yeah. fights. There's no nothing. People dance. People have a good time. It's a time. good crowd. It's a good yeah. crowd. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a positive crowd. And you see for like a spectrum of ages too. You yeah. know, you see like the, it's so it's so cool when I was just telling my, 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 my brother, or, um, I had a little, what I call rock star moment at at, uh, <laughs> at, uh, at, at, at Costco. Okay. You know, lately it's been coming up a lot more though. You know, we get stopped here, but it, that's besides the point. So I'm at Costco. I got stopped last time, but I got a ticket. <laughs> so this lady wanted your autograph, right? <laughs> yeah, he wanted my autograph. Yeah. And, and, and I was and I was there. And I, as a matter of fact, I'll tell you a, another story. Not this one's not. You ready that for big. another one, Frank? Sure. To see what it tastes. So like. uh, I, I want to say maybe about a month ago, I'm with my wife uh, shopping at the local supermarket with with the kids, and this, uh, mm, uh, you know, this gentleman came up to me. Sir, oh, he was in his I don't know, maybe 50, late fifties, early sixties. And he says, uh, Mr. Wise Guy, you know, they don't know my name. Yeah, there's so many of us, right? But then he recognized the face, I yeah, guess. Yeah, Mr. Wise Guy. And then um, I says, hey, how you doing? And he says, you know, I says, I just want to tell you that I really, really, really enjoy the band. And, you know, my grandson, he absolutely loves the Nemo song. He says, and Frank's your brother, right? I know you guys are brothers. And he, when he says the Nemo song, he says, my, my grandson, every morning when I take him to school, he wants to hear the Nemo song. And, of course, it's Beyond the Sea because that's a song mm -hmm. to play at the submarine right now, right? And so... Uh, so here we go from a, a gentleman who's a, who's the grandfather, right? Who's in his sixties to his little grandson, who must I'm imagining. I mean, he said he's in kindergarten, about five years old. So look at that spectrum. You have a five year old all the way up to a sixty year old that appreciate the music. Yeah. And we're not doing anything. I I don't like to take credit for it because we're simply basically doing something that's already been done before. We're just kind of bringing saying, it hey, out. Guys, it's still here. America's greatest gift to the world, jazz. Here it is, man. We're just exposing music. Yeah. You know, the, we're not, the American standards. We're not, we're not doing. I'm not. I for, I will be the last one to ever sit here and take any credit for anything that we do, um, because uh, everything that we do has been done before. Mm -hmm. Is it being done now by any other band? Uh, maybe some of these bigger professional bands like Kerry Connick Jr. and Brian Setts Orchestra, but at the local level, I don't. I don't yeah, really don't, think there's don't, anybody don't really that's that. really doing it. I don't. I don't think uh, there's a lot of bands out there that that do what we do. What, no disrespect to them in any sense. If there is other bands out there, um, but you know, I think what we do is different, man. You know, because again, like Art said, and, you know, there's bands that play just the Glenn Miller and just like Strange. But we, I, I would like to see a band that plays the mambos like we mm -hmm. do, the uh, cumbias, the cumbias like yeah. we do, uh, the big, the, the even the 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 standards, the Sinatra, the Bobby Darren's like we do. And uh, even the rock and roll tunes that we do, yeah, um, yeah like splash, 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 splash. I mean, who's ever heard splash, splash with a big band? Well, yeah. what's the song you you enjoy performing? That uh, you're just like uh, for yeah, me? love, love for sale by one of the Buddy Rich. Uh, I, I, you know, <laughs> no, that's actually, you know what, Frank? Uh, you know, I, I enjoy it, you know, because it's a, it is a Buddy Rich tune or anything. But my favorite song that I absolutely just love playing on stage, and I we really don't do it all that often, and I've said this to you many times, is the song called "When the Curtain Falls." That. It's not a big drum. I mean, I, I play my brushes throughout the whole tune, but it's uh, if you anybody ever gets a chance to hear that tune, 
uh, and it's on our last CD, Double Down. Yeah, it's uh, actually a, it's a Bobby Darren song. It's a Bobby mm-hmm. Darren song, and I think Bob Hope used to Bob sing Hope it. Used and to, Bobby, yeah. Bobby Darren actually picked it up from Bob Hope, and he did his own rendition. And it really talks about being the performer on stage. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, you know, uh, one of my favorite lyrics is, uh, as I'm taking off my clown disguise, you know, and I'm at home and all is quiet, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of a hope. All, all I left was that you went home smiling. Hmm. You know, oh, yeah, so I hope you're smiling as yeah. you're walking out that door. Yeah, uh, uh, and it talks really talks. Re- it's kind of you put yourself in in the in the mood of what happens after a show. You know, after mm-hmm. after you shake the hands and you have the drinks and you and you come home. You know, when you literally walk in your door. You know, at least for me, when I walk in the door, and my beautiful wife's already in bed asleep, and and you know, you're talking two three in the morning, and the kids are asleep, and sometimes many times I'll sit there either in my den or in my living room. And I'll just think, wow, man, you know, I, I can't believe I just did that, man. Thank you, God. Because, like, you know, who am I? I'm just a little, I'm just one yeah. human being in the middle of millions, and I just got to do what I did. And it's and it's not like we just played uh, the Hollywood Bowl or anything, but when you sell out a place like the House of Blues with a band like ours, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it, it kind of, you have to sometimes yeah. kind of look back you, and say. You know, you got to give, I think in times, every time, you got to give yourself, uh, it's okay for yourself to say like, hey man, you know, that was pretty, I did pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to yeah, be a little bit satisfied. Not all the time, but, you know, go like, hey, you know what? Yeah, like Art says, like, yeah, you know what? We just did the House of Blues with this kind of band. And yeah. it was packed and it was like yeah. ridiculously crowded, you know. Um, and it was a great show. Right. You, you, as a musician, or, for what, or what you're doing is like, yeah, you know what, man, that was pretty good. When I'm old, I'll be like, I did that, you know? Because, mm-hmm. you know, if I was a hip-hop band or a group, or I don't know, band or group, I don't know how to say that right, a hip-hop performer yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, um, or a rock band, you know, it's a little bit more, you could bring in a, lot, a little bit more people because of the, of the genre it is. But to be doing what we're doing, the kind of music we're doing, and to say like, man, you brought this many people it's like yeah man that's that yeah. was that was pretty cool you know you got to give yourself a little bit of like right. yeah i think i'll drink this beer with a little bit more of our but, zest yeah but i, but think I it, totally get what he's saying though because yeah at yeah. the end of the day you when come it's all said and done quiet, yeah sometimes it's you absorb you're just absorbing the yeah. experience now of what you just because even this doing this podcast i mean obviously earlier i was sharing with you guys i'm kind of going through something physically but you know i usually sit back and the rest of the day, I'm just like a vegetable, like just trying to absorb the experience of what just, you know, because mm-hmm. it is, it's, it's a passion. You guys do it and I'm doing this because I love it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not doing it. Nobody's paying me. It ain't a freaking job. Right. You know, there ain't no W or I-9s or nothing like yeah, that yeah. Shit being filed. It, right. It, you do it because it's a passion. Yeah. And then when you get to put out all this energy. Mm-hmm then you're just kind of like basking in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like this bug. Like enjoy yeah, it. It's man. like a good buzz. Yeah, you know what I mean? Listen, and you, but listen and you to should. that tune. Certainly. No, uh, I, I will check it. it, 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 it what's it called? It's, it's by Bobby Darren. It's, it's called, Live at the Copa and it's called When the Curtain Falls. The Curtain Falls. The Curtain Falls. And it's, and it's uh, you know, I don't think I'm even describing what the feeling, but once you hear the song, you're going to be, ah, I know exactly what Art was talking about. Listen yeah. to it. Even Bobby Darren, he had a kind of, Tragic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And Who, that guy, Kevin Spacey, be, didn't play. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. That guy really would good. still be, I think, around uh, doing what he's doing, because um, he was younger actually than Tony Bennett. So Tony Bennett's still swinging, uh, but just Bobby Darren just was uh, had a, a bad health. And, yeah. But yeah. I mean, if you listen, actually, like I said, I get a lot of times where people go like, "Do that Sinatra song," like I said earlier, mm-hmm. like when one of my old uh, um, owners of a bar. I'm like, that's not Sinatra, man. That's that's Bobby Darren. And I get that with Beyond the Sea, you know, Dream Lover. A lot mm-hmm. of people like Dream Lover. 
Actually, that's another song I like to sing because like, people get people like. I think it hits somebody, you know. They're like, yeah, yeah man, that's it's a simple song, but it, it, it yeah, it's a nice tune. It really it, is. It's yeah. good lyrics, and um, yeah, I don't think people give too much credit to Bobby Dunham as much as they should. In yeah, it's true. To, it's true. They, they 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 may know the songs, yeah, but not really fully understand the breadth right. of his career, yeah. even though it was you know he didn't yeah yeah live because long. we'll play something like uh okay we'll play like uh artificial flowers and then we'll turn around and we'll play uh like splish splash you know mm -hmm. and then you will turn around and we'll do uh dream lover and then we'll do mac the knife and then we'll do uh beyond the sea so i already named you right now five songs from bobby darren that you know unless you sit there and think about it you will never realize it was all bobby darren mm -hmm. man and, and as, was, long, as long as i'm singing as long as i'm singing or you know every you know clementine clementine i mean geez there's just so many and then of songs. course the when the curtain falls his favorite one yeah that's my favorite <laughs> that's actually one of his obscure tunes i mean you will never that wasn't like a top hit yeah, that was yeah, never, never played on radio frankie uh i think bought the album uh i don't know really about uh, many years ago many years ago he says, hey, Art, check this out. And we were more excited because we got to hear Bobby Darren perform live, right? At, live, live at the Copa at the Sands album, Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And we're listening to him. <laughs> and we're listening to him like swinging, you know, like Mac the Knife and all these. And the band is just jamming. His last number was The Curtain Falls. And that knocked me out. And I told mm. Frankie, dude, we got to do that song. Yeah. And, you know, we kind of just talked about it with anything, anything of it. And at one point when we we're recording our last CD, I said, man, we got to record this song. And then we had Mikey, our musical arranger, band, uh, music director in the band, who was our piano player. Mm -hmm. He did the tune exactly how it is on that recording. Because that's, that's another talent that we have in the band. I mean, these guys are phenomenal where I can tell our piano player, hey, Mikey, can you arrange this song for the band? And he'll listen to the tune on album or record or whatever, CD. Mm -hmm. And he'll write it out exactly as it is there for an 18-piece big band. Wow. You know? And, I mean, where do you... I mean, you can't just knock on someone's door and say, hey, man, can you arrange this chart for me? And you, yeah. We have that type of talent in the band. It's musicianship. And, and, I think, yeah. and I think most of the guys in the band are, are probably able to do that, you know? Wow. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. Yeah, we've been... Like I said, we've been very blessed and lucky with guys that that, uh, that we have mm -hmm. in the band that... Uh, they're very good, man. It's just it's just good because I mean I've I've done shows with other bands where I sang and 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 God bless them. It was all cool and all, mm -hmm. but oh man, I miss my band, man. My band it wasn't the same, you know. <laughs> oh no, man, it's, it's just different putting on someone else's shoes. Yeah, you know? it's like, yeah, it's like I'm cheating on my band here. This is <laughs> right. It doesn't but feel right. It just yeah. it doesn't feel right. And my guys, I just I just feel the it's it's us. It's a band. It's not featuring whoever or featuring frank on boy that's not me man i'm yeah. on, like i'm with the i'm the wise guys man i'm not that's it i'm yeah. not i'm not the featured singer <laughs> but it helps have a good voice because no you know, yeah i, I mean know, of the, course. Band, the band could play you know I, I even when i saw the um the video on youtube when uh rudy did uh miserloo miserloo yeah and i mean it was just like it was awesome because you see the guitar and yeah art yeah, yeah. just it was it was really powerful you know you feel that yeah. it, and that's why i'm going to recommend you guys to check out on youtube check out their videos or if you can't see them perform uh if you're not in the area but definitely definitely check them out because there's a different you see it you see you feel the vibe you see it man right there mm -hmm. and in the music and what you guys are doing is something that i think is it's not just keeping it alive but i think it is giving it new life mm -hmm. it is making sure that people are listening to it because even I think even on some of the uh, Perez Prado, it seems like the time is a little faster. Yeah. So it just gives it that more of a, you know, right. makes your toes it's, tap. Yeah, it's yeah. live, man. Yeah, yeah. Your, your toes are tapping. You're yeah. not, if you're and, sitting and, there, you're... you're and, and, yeah, and we try to remind people like, hey, this music's still around. You know, you can pull up a record or look it up and you can dance to it at a barbecue or at a family party or whatever because, um, you know, a lot of these songs... Well, name me one song that probably that we, have, that we have played on stage, maybe one or two of that. But other than that, you recognize 
every song because you've heard it either mm. at your abuelita's house and growing up or you've heard or, it on radio. You know, quinceañeras or yeah. quinceañeras, gangster movies. Well, I mean, you, you never, you, if you watch Goodfellas, Bronx yeah. Tales, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, Casino, mm-hmm. if you go to our shows, you will recognize a lot of those, lot of those songs. Yeah, but but also I'm referring to when you were saying like the mambos, you know, you know, I mean, you've heard, you know, Mambo Number no. 5, you know, if you've heard Cherry Pink, like the one mm-hmm. on Robert plays, you know, if you've heard uh, El Ruletero, but, you know, uh, but if, it's not in front of you. You're not going to remember that. Like, Yo, I'm going to buy that CD or whatever. And uh, the the good thing for us is I've heard uh, a couple, few times, actually, people say, you know what, man, I bought your CD. And then I saw the song and then I looked it up and I saw that Pettis Prado was the original recording artist. I even went and I bought his CD because mm-hmm. they want to hear the original guy play. So now you're exposing people now to that kind of music. Yeah. And, and as musicians, you know, I think we're, 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 we're so giving in a sense that we want to expose people to other musicians and other, and other artists that it's like, go for it, man, because you know what? You got to keep this music alive. You know, you don't yeah. want it to die down. And, and, you know, maybe 30, 50 years from now, I mean, are you going to mention the name Perez Prado or, or Mambo Number no. 5? And, I, and I sure nobody knows, so. and, 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 and nobody knows who it is. Or do you want people to say, oh, yeah, I remember that song? Mm-hmm. Because, we, you know, I want to say we had that little part, very small speck of, of uh, responsibility for keeping some of this music still going. Yeah, I'm very happy to say my kid listens. That's what uh, instead of listening to Elmo and all that stuff, he actually gets uh, my wife's uh, cell phone, and she has eight mambos, and that's mm-hmm. yeah. he's on mambos, mambos. Yeah, he loves mambos. And yeah. he just chills, and he like uh 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 uh, you know, he starts doing yeah, that. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude, there you go. You know, that <laughs> and James Brown. Yeah, <laughs> and it's so cool because I noticed like uh, when we were recording Frankie Mansion two weeks ago um, in the studio. You know, Robert, our lead trumpet player, he brought his little five-year-old son, and he's sitting there, and he's just like there, man. Like, literally, he's sitting up against the booth, looking at, through the glass, and he's just like this, man. Just like in awe, like watching mm-hmm. this. It's like, dude, I'm just going to. And you know that kid, when he grows up, when he's, you know, 25, 30 years old, he's going to remember his dad or even him. Who knows? God, God willing, he'll grow up to be a yeah. musician and keep this thing around. Like my yeah. older boy, he's 17. He's a drummer. Uh, my dream is to one day me be able to say, okay, dude, I'm done with the wise guys and you take over. Yeah. You know, I'm building this for, for the sense that, uh, I want a new generation, the y- younger kids to come in and one day and, and, and keep the band going. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know, uh, if, uh, this was mentioned to you, but we're actually the official city of Montebello band. Oh, wow. You know, you know, Did the, I know that. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and what I want to do, uh, what, what the, the plan at the time, but well, even now is that once we're long gone, we want this band to continue going. You know, we kind of took the wise guys, we're the, the city of Montebello band, the wise guys, and we were the wise guys because we came out of the mob, Mighty Euler Band. Mm. And, our, and Mr. C, or Mr. Covaloni, being that he's Italian, he kind of did the whole moniker about like the Godfather. Oh, he would be the Godfather <laughs> of the mob. So that's how the wise guy started. The true so then, story. Yeah, back so, story. Then, so then when we became, you know, this little jazz band during uh, the Christmas of 89, you know, he would get certain calls from certain city officials or the Chamber of Commerce and, hey, can you have the band come out and play at this grand opening or this and that? And he'd be, no, but you know what? I got this kid who's got a band and he'll be more than happy to come over. And, and so that's how we started. So eventually in 2000, the city of Montebello adopted us as the official city band. And, wow. and through that, we were kind of like ambassadors for the city of Montebello. And we, you know, we, we do all these things. I mean, I mean, the wise guys are pretty much synonymous with Montebello. You know, everybody knows we're mm-hmm. from Montebello. And um, and as the years went on, you know, we gave music classes to, to this day. As a matter of fact, one of the guys, Francisco, he couldn't be here because he's giving piano classes. Mm-hmm. You know, we give music classes at, uh, you know, th- through the city, you know. Were you ever involved in the politics there in the city? As a matter of fact, I still am. I'm a former mayor and I'm currently former a council mayor. member. Yeah. honorable. 
Yeah, I've been mayor twice. Just this, uh, just this last December, I gave up my seat as mayor, and now I serve as as a council member. Council member, as a wow. council. Yeah, in two thousand nine, I decided that uh, you know, as a business owner and as a resident of Montebello, as a homeowner, I, I wasn't kind of happy with the way politics were going, and mm-hmm. I just said, uh, you know, I might as well put my name in a hat, and you know, I've been blessed ever since, and it's a responsibility I take very serious, and. Uh, but that's one of the things that I choose to do with my life. It's mm-hmm. not my life. Uh, just like the band, I think there's got to be an equal balance of everything. Things of interest, right? Yeah, and I don't and I don't mix one thing with the other. I'm, I'll never mix my business with the band or the band with the business, and then also with the politics with the band. Even though some people have tried, because there's always haters out there, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm blessed enough to know that these guys in the band, they always know that hey. When Art's here, he's a wise guy. He's not a council member. He's not a. He, we never do that. And, and, and we don't. And we don't, we don't go do around. Deal with politics, man. We've been when we, we go been, somewhere, we're the wise guys. We're not. Yeah, and, yeah. and the mayor. That's, yeah, that's yeah. not. And we have. We have always. Because uh, uh, it's usually uh, usually in, in in most Hispanic communities like. The mayor, the people that you call the mayors, you like the town drunk, right? Yeah, like oh, he's the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, that's right. probably what we're having. No, no, I'm, no, I'm not but. saying that about our, but I'm just, uh, I'm saying that it's funny because you know you really truly are, you know, somebody who's. Yeah. Because it's, a, it's you, you you do it by election. It's not being appointed, right? No, yeah, mayor's yeah, yeah, an election. Know. You're yeah. not right. Picked well, as, actually, you're the, the way it works is you 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 get elected to the city council, and we have a rotating seat so that a mayor doesn't get too comfortable and is mayor for years. So every year, there's a, a you know we rotate the mayor seat. Okay, yeah, but you have to be elected like by the, your constituents. Uh, same yeah. thing happened to Goldie Wilson back yeah. in the day. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, but yeah, but we always stuck at the diner. <laughs> right. But we've always kept it uh, separate. You know, there's many people that have said, oh, well, you know, because the city gives us like a band room to rehearse in. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, well, it's only because the Art's the mayor or he's on the city council. Like, well, you know, it's funny that we became the, the city band in 2000 and that's when we got a rehearsal space. And then in 2009, that's when I got elected. So well, what happened to the previous nine years? Yeah, You know, it just so happened that now I'm elected. And uh, and again, when I'm in the band, that's politics and my business and everything else that I do outside of the band. That's my personal life. You know, so it shouldn't mix one way or another. And the guys in the band understand it. Most of the guys in the band are either Montebello residents or have people in Montebello that, you know, and we're so rooted and ingrained in the city now that, you know, I, yeah, I you know, that's one of our, our biggest things. I, I'm a big, uh, as you can see in the picture that you showed earlier, you know, I'm from Montebello High School and I always say that Montebello and I say God's country and people laugh at me and <laughs> and, and, and whatnot. But you know, yeah, that's my city. That's where I grew up, man. I, I grew up in the parks. I, went, I go to the to the restaurants there. I go to the local bars there. And, um, yeah, you know, that's that's where the band's from. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. whatever the band goes or wherever, however far it goes, it's going to be a, a, a from the city of Montebello. So how far, wait, name the venues or some venues you guys can remember where you performed and also like how far you guys have traveled to perform. Well, I don't think we've ever gotten any further than maybe Southern California. The furthest this band has ever played and I can say it, there's two locations. One was in Palm Springs and the other one's in Santa Barbara. Barbara. Hmm. We've always stood between Santa Barbara and Palm Springs. Hmm. Everything else in between that, we've done that. We'd love to go somewhere if someone wants to get us yeah. in Vegas. Uh, just know, I, I, would I would like to see the to, show in Vegas. Just like know, just know that uh, it's an eighteen-piece big band. Yeah, yeah, eighteen guys. <laughs> yeah, and I highly endorse no. it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we've been we've been really, really uh, approached a lot uh, when they see when you say Vegas to play in Vegas because obviously our music lends itself to it. And I think at one point there was even like this big movement to try and get the wise guys to go to Viva. And uh, you know, listen, we're not gonna bug anybody to try and get anywhere or nothing uh, with all the respect to any any venue or anything, uh, because what we do is. This isn't what we do for a living. We do this for fun. 
Mm-hmm. You know, as long as it doesn't cost any of us anything out of our pocket and you want us to go and play, we're, we're going to be there, man. You know, yeah. uh, but uh, but we certainly have a, a, a have played in a lot of, I mean, you named the Whiskey a Go-Go, uh, the Conga Room. Uh, I mean, I yeah, think those I are the big ones. Yeah, actually, it was Cicada, yeah. I was at Cicada Club. Club. Yeah, yeah, man, that was, that's always a cool place, yeah, man. it's uh, a cool joint to join. The Maxwell DeMille was always a cool guy with yeah, us. Yeah, he's always been a really good um, to the man, yeah. And that, that, that place is nice, you know. Mm-hmm. A little pricey for some of the folks that go there. That's yeah. the only thing they tell me, but uh, it's nice. But it's you know nice, what? It, it, it's, it's, it's an a, experience. You know, hang, hang out, man. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what, bucks, Not every week, <laughs> I mean, you know. Not every yeah. week. Yeah. Every once in a while, you got to take the wife out. And for that, you know, see, for a place like that, you take a little bottle, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's where you pregame folks. Pre-game. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> but, but even then, you know, at a venue like that, you know, I don't think I can't remember there being a very uh, small crowd it's it was always always very packed it's always been very packed we've been very blessed on that one and the celebrities were there too and yeah I was like, all right, man. Except for Isai cool. Morales. Isai Morales, man. if you ever get you know, I'm, I'm, to this You know what, man? I'm, I'm, I'm scared to meet him because I'm going to be like, dude, you're not like Bob. Did you meet him? <laughs> I went. I can't remember. I went to, um, I think it was with the Grand Olympic Auditorium uh-huh. for boxing. Oh, okay. Yeah, man. And years ago, years ago. And, um, you know, it's a bunch of dunk, drunk Guys. Hispanics. Yeah. I mean, just partying. Everybody's drunk, and Rocky, uh, Rocky, Sylvester Stallone walks in, <laughs> and just uh, the crowd, he just uh-huh. keeps chanting, Rocky, Rocky, and he waves, he sits down. Th- that doesn't appease the crowd. They keep yelling, Rocky, for, and he gets up again. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, and I'm yelling too, Rocky, and after a while, I thought, it's Sylvester Stallone. He's not Rocky. Isai Morales comes. <laughs> it's not Bob. And I know that. So I'm like, man, like, you know, if I would see him or anything, I'd be like, hey, man, what am I going to say? Because like, I, 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 I know, you know, he's an artist, man. That guy's a great actor. Yeah. You know, uh, have you seen him in uh, Mi Familia? Mm-hmm. You know, and wow, what other movies he's come? He comes out in a lot of- uh, He's uh, always the troubled. Yeah. Yeah. No, he comes out in a where he actually played detectives. I, 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 anyways- you know, it's one of those guys. It's like he's an he's an actor, man. He's a theatrical actor, and he does a lot of stuff too. So it's like, yeah, but you know, stop doing such a good job as Bob, man. And I wouldn't be hounding you, but, um, but you know, I, I wouldn't know what to say. Probably, that's probably one guy I'd be like, you know, I want to go say hi, but I don't want to bother him because he might be a dick and go like, yeah. get away from me. But kid. that happened to You're me. Bo- no. Get away from me, kid. You're bothering me. Right, right, right. I'm I'm assuming we're all beloved Dodger fans here. Of course, we're all man. Blue. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, same here. I, well, no, he's a Cup fan, believe it or oh, not. But, oh, don't, yeah, don't, no, really. Don't, and, and, and this don't, is not this is not something because of the World Series. No, Frankie, but, I, I got no. Valchez's brother. That ever since we were little kids, he's always been a Cubs fan. Oh, Always, wow. I respect the Dodgers, man. Don't get me wrong. Okay. My brother's been. My, well, I'll talk to Art. Art. I'm a huge fan. <laughs> my brother, my yeah, brother, you know, and you know what? Actually, I'm a big. I, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. I love. I love football. I love basketball. I love the sports, right? And I respect all teams. But mm-hmm. you know, you have like uh, I know a football team. I'm a Charger fan now. Los Angeles Chargers. Where no matter get people get pissed at me. Laker fan. That's mm-hmm. probably the only LA team. And uh, baseball. Yeah, Art, it's always been a Dodger fan. I watched them. I watched them, you mm-hmm. know, play, and, and um, I actually kind of kind of rooted for them in 88 when mm-hmm. the, the, uh, they went, went to the World, the World Series. Series. And the only reason I, I cheered for them was because they had Kirk Gibson from Detroit Lions, and, okay. and, and uh, Detroit Lions, Detroit uh, Tigers, uh-huh. and Franklin Stubbs was the first baseman, and he kind of sounded like Frank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frank, Franklin, Frank, <laughs> you know? yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I always get in, when I go to games, I go with my buddies, and I'm wearing like, my Cubs gear, and... Uh, 
I was, I get Dodger fans. Are you a real Dodger fan? Or are you just, because I get the, the I get people sometimes that say like, oh, you know, I'm a Dodger fan, I'm a Dodger fan. I'll be like, okay, cool. Um, don't mind Art. He just had to go outside and. Did he go outside or I think he went to the restroom? The restroom. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then I ask him, okay, dude, eighty-eight, you know, the Dodgers. Who who was the the the, the pitcher? Right? Mm-hmm. And if you're a Dodgers fan, it's like you should know who was the pitcher in eighty-eight, mm-hmm. right? And uh, they'll be like, oh, I don't know, oh, Valenzuela. I was like, no, dude, that wasn't that guy was hurt half the season, but he was, you know, anyway, it was her size. Mm-hmm. So that's why my that's Bulldog, my yeah. that, that's my my uh, my argument always with some Dodger fans is like they claim to be Dodger fans, but when you ask them certain questions about the Dodgers or who's even actually been playing, they don't know. Mm-hmm. So, Dodger fans out there, if you see me and I ask you a question, man, send me right into it. Like, hey, Frank, <laughs> this is this is who they are. Well, I I, I, I bring up the Dodgers, and I know Art. Uh, yeah, Art's would, gonna come would, on right now. Yeah, would have uh, missed part of this story, um, but because you're talking about if you met Isamorales, you know what kind of person oh, okay. would he be? Yeah. Because you know, growing up, I was a huge Dodger, and I'm still a Dodger fan, and I played baseball. You know, uh-huh. I was a pitcher, so I won't. I won't mention the guilty party's name from uh-huh. the Dodger organization, who uh, I think believe announces still in Spanish. But, Is he a pitcher? Um, he might be a pitcher. Oh, Maybe man. announces in Spanish. That, that, that's Art's boy. Is it? So I'm gonna I'm have to wait. I'm gonna have to wait for Art to, to join. I'm gonna him. go. I'm gonna go. And let you. I'll let you so guys Art, have this conversation. Hey, All right, Art. Art will talk to you about okay. him. Go Cubs. <laughs> All right, Art. All right. So, so what? What I miss, man? We, I, we, we, we were we were talking because you know we were. Uh, Frankie was saying about uh, he, he would. He's afraid he'd be disappointed if you met Isai Morales. Right, I remember that. Yeah, okay, sure. so and, and I was gonna. Bring, I brought the Dodgers because as a kid growing up, I I was madly obsessed with the Dodgers. Uh-huh. And Same one here. particular baseball pitcher from the Dodgers, of course, Fernando. I, I'm not gonna mention any names because the guilty party shall remain nameless for the moment. But and and I met him as an adult. Uh huh. And I thought, okay, the first time I met him, maybe he's, maybe he's having a bad day. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's he's um, not wanting to deal with human beings on Earth right. today. And I met him several times since. Uh-huh. Every time was the same, and it was earth shattering to me. Really, to meet somebody who you know, especially because as a kid, it's different as an adult. If I'm an adult and I become a fan of somebody or whatever, sure. I'm probably able to process it more because I don't look at it so like through rose glass lenses or anything mm-hmm. but as a kid when you you know you're you still view them as from that childlike well, perspective yeah. sure and as an adult now i'm just like fuck you man you know really <laughs> and uh but that but that's i think is in because then when even people just like when people meet you mm-hmm. or people meet me right for my work they they are for the the things that i do right it, it, you know i keep that ever in my mind yeah, like I want to be as personable as possible. Very cool, man. Yeah, I, just to, to to be a human being and be as gracious as possible because, you know, we're doing all these things. Like you said, this isn't our job. Uh, we do it because it's a passion. Right. In case anybody's wondering what that noise was in the background, that's our our onset restroom here that we have here at the oh. lodge. So I basically told and that's them, way down the hall, man. Yeah, that, that's, that's all the way down there. That's on the other floor. Yeah, almost. <laughs> we have a really fast elevator here. <laughs> what you do there, Frankie? Hi, Brad. <laughs> I smelled it in. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, I'm sorry you went through that. But, I, don't, I don't know who the picture is. I, I said Fernando, but, yeah, but I don't yeah, know who it was or not. Yeah. But, but uh, um, not that he announces on Spanish radio, but I'm just saying. Okay, then it is, him. it is him. <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, just, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Not, I mean, Frank and I have had a... He's been actually really cool with you. 
But, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. Yeah, he's not saying any names. But yeah. you know, sometimes it, when you when you catch him on the wrong spot or or whatnot, and, and you know, I just always happen to seem to get it at the wrong time. But yeah. anyways, no, we got several times. We got to sit up. We got to bring him in here. Dude. Yeah. But um, no, but that's the thing is, you know what? Like I was talking, art is that it, it's good that you know you guys are very approachable still. Uh, you guys, you know. You guys aren't like, I'll talk to my PR. No, not that anything's wrong with PR people, mm-hmm. but that you guys are still approachable. Well, even Puerto to- Ricans? <laughs> yeah, PR Puerto Ricans. Uh, one of my best friends Pico is Puerto Ricans. Pico yeah, Rivera. the guys from I know, I know Gustavo Camacho. Dude. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, but I, I get what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's And I think that lends to it. That lends to the... Originality. You ready for another one, Frank? Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh boy. Man, you have oh, different man. kinds of beers here, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, we're we're hoping to get it's like a, something. It's a buffet I'm gonna tell of you beer what beer I've beer. had for I've had a Union Jack. I've had a Heffen Weizen and Mortal Beloved. Okay. And then uh like how do I, I didn't even know how to say this. This right? is actually I mean I well, how do you say how you guys, if you guys don't mind a little pumpkin shandy. The shandies no. are actually a really good type of a type of beer like an ale or yeah. porter or Lemon a, shandies are really, really good. And this too. is actually pretty sweet for me because I, I, I'll, I'll be very frank with you. I'm, I'm a Jack Daniels guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just, I, I, I can't stand the sweet stuff, yeah. man. And when it comes to beer, I drink anything that's not light beer. Mm-hmm. The, uh, but uh, this is actually very darn good. Like yeah. I said, I, well, so I, I'm actually I, anything that's free. <laughs> yeah, Frankie, Frankie's uh, uh, anything that I can drink. There's, there's no feeling like free feeling. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I was saying earlier, I was telling them that this area over here, and like I said, if you're if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you watch the podcast because we are going to have uh, somebody built a rack for some liquor for those that choose to partake while they're here to relax and just have a good time. Right. And it's I mean, a very relaxing environment, man. Yeah, very cool, man. You did, you. You've done and a really good. Thanks so much, man, for inviting us here. Yeah. Dude. You know, this I know this is uh, your your baby here, and and letting us be a part of it. Um, you know, you've always been a, a big supporter of the band. Mm-hmm. I don't say fan or anything, but friend. So right. thank you so much, man. And this is cool. This is yeah. my first, first podcast, right? Okay. Is it, is yeah. I, did I say yeah. it right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really cool, man. You've done a really good uh, so, good job. Yeah, hopefully you have us back. You know, we got a CD and and. Shows. Yeah, why don't you tell us, tell us about your... Uh, I'll let Art, because Art is better at that. Um, well, we have a new CD. We just did it uh, two weeks ago. Um you know, we're going to be doing a lot of our new songs. How many songs are there? Like 14? I think like 14, 15 songs in that new CD. And again. we knocked it down in two days, folks. No, no, no. We knocked it down in one day. Wow. One day in the studio. One day in the studio. Uh, well, the, the way it worked was we basically were in the studio for four hours. The band recorded everything in four hours. The next day, Frankie comes in and does the vocals, and now it's in the mixing process. That's uh, so it's two day, folks. <laughs> well, no, because no, because we recorded in four hours for me, and then Frankie and then Frankie came in. Frankie came in the next day and recorded his vocals in two hours. Okay, so really, this CD was recorded in six hours. Yeah, it, it's, wow. it's it's it's. I mean, in a two day span, but okay, yeah, I get yeah, what yeah. you're saying, but yeah. <laughs> Damn, Art, always arguing with me. See? <laughs> Two is four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now it's... Uh, four is eight. And uh, we, uh, we figured that's going to come out probably at the end of May. Uh, either end of May or uh, or, or June, because we um, we really want to... You know, it's the this is really our third CD or studio CD that we've done. And I think the first two that we've done, we were still kind of in the learning process. And now we're at the point where, you know, we want to come back and just really make sure, that, that, you know, that the... That the way it sounds sounds um, like when you hear a recording of of uh, 
you know, for example, like the Count Basie Orchestra, mm-hmm. or that it doesn't sound too boxed in. We wanted to have a nice and open, like if we were like in a breathing big, sound, breathing yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, in a sense, like when yeah. we go to our shows, when it's just like live, kind of, but yeah. as good as possible as mm-hmm. yeah. the sound quality of it. Right, and then because the, the way studio works is, you know, on, on some of the Latin tunes, we can't record like the cowbell parts and the conga parts and everything all that live you know everything bleeds in. yeah 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 so we have to come in and record some of these little you're like more cowbell frank more cowbell <laughs> yeah, so we gotta so we gotta come in and record some of these yes. little things but 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 other than that um yeah so we're thinking probably late may early june certainly by our summer concerts um that we have uh uh with all these cities you know because we're pretty popular in this whole summer concert thing yeah. with the cities yeah uh, i saw you guys here up in uh the park up here in whittier yeah, I'm gonna have to do one of those Bob scenes. I'm gonna come like, yeah, <laughs> break up the party. <laughs> That's hard. I know that. Come up all crazy. Yeah. I'm about to come off stage and we get a get a guy off of you, man. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna see somebody dancing. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> In case you guys don't know, we're making a ton of La Bama ref- references. Right, exactly. Watch the movie. Yeah, if you're uncultured, the- please, please watch the movie. My, my first podcast or my last. My first was or my last. I didn't hear the difference in one. Oh, man. <laughs> we're doing this again? Oh, man. So, well, you tell him, carnal. It could have been Frank Bacas. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, so we have, you know, the CD should be coming out and we're actually excited because this year, because we knew we had the CD coming out, we've actually booked a lot more summer shows. So mm. right now I think we already have. Well, we got lucky to book a lot. Of sh- a lot of people yeah, called us yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, that we, was a good yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah, to all yeah, the cities that, right. that actually hired us, thank you so much. Yeah. And then uh, we're blessed enough that uh, we're working right now with the booking agents at the House of Blues that mm-hmm. we're looking at some summer dates there. Uh, not uh, uh, by sometime next week, they're going to give us their summer schedule and they want to know what dates we the band is available to come and perform and there. We'll be, so. And actually they're doing like, I think uh, a new Broadway, uh, they're opening up the, the, the spot there. Hmm. Uh, where the board, Boardwalk Broadway was at the board, the Boardwalk uh, or something Broadway like Boardwalk. I know that sounds really bad, but um, it's a it's a whole new thing where they're mm-hmm. actually gonna have bands and actually gonna have craft beers and uh, um, barbecues outside. Yeah, wow. at the at Knotts. At Knotts. That's this, cool. this is That's this cool. year. We've been playing there two years. Two now. years now. This will be our third year yeah. there. And prior yeah. to that, we were at Disneyland. So at we've Disneyland. been performing at the at the amusement parks. And we did the, the, the what is it the Down, city walk at University City, Studios city walk and, you know, yeah so yeah we, we've been we've been yeah, I think I've seen you guys too at the what is that downtown Disney yeah down, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We we in front of the yeah. ESPN zone we were there for at least a good year right no we were there more than that two yeah. two two three years and then we played inside the park for like two years and we were the first band uh, first yeah. first we were the first band to to play at the new what they call fantasy the fair fantasy fair which used to be the old Carnation Plaza which mm-hmm. is where all the bands used to go and play at oh yeah 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 right yeah. next yeah. to the castle there. Uh, so we've been very blessed, man. This is, uh, again, this is something that we just love to do, man, and, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of fun. And thanks to good friends like you and others, you know, we have been uh, successful in what we do. I think it's a very, you know, small uh, token that we give back to the community. In a sense, like I mentioned, you know, we just want to keep exposing people to this kind of music. So mm-hmm. by no means do we sit here and pretend that we are God's yeah, God's man. Like you said, like, are you accessible? Yeah, man. Who the hell am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are we? Yeah, I mean, we just play music. It's good times, and 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 if you enjoy it, cool, man. You know, have a good time, and 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 it's nothing about who. Who the hell we think we are? Yeah. We're nobodies. We're, we're we're good. We're musicians. We like to have a good time. Buy us a beer and uh, and share a story with us, and we'll be more than happy to talk to you because 
if, if you've ever been in band in high school, I don't know nowadays, but back when we were in high school, you were more the, were the most popular persons. Yeah, you weren't too, you weren't too cool, man. If you were <laughs> you one of the band the tuba guy, the tuba guy wasn't getting all the cheerleaders. The tuba guy that was like about five two, about a hundred pounds. Yeah, that that yeah. Not many girls were knocking on my doors. I think I think I think I asked my cousin to the Sadie Hawkins dance. She stood me up. And she was supposed to ask you. She left me hanging <laughs> with the khaki pants and the, you know, <laughs> the and, 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 a, and a Depeche Mode shirt, you know. <laughs> and her parents were my godparents. What the hell? Yeah. Um, and it's it's cool to see too that you guys are just so you know, and, uh, you know, Montebello. It's part of you guys. You know, it's not only just part of your guys's, um, you know, your band, but it's I can see the pride in it because it's like I had a guy here. Um, couple weeks ago from uh, echo park uh-huh. he named his company echo park guitars and this is a guy who's making guitars for like joe perry wow. merrill smith yeah. jackson brown and i asked him i said why did you name it echo park right leo fender named his guitars fender yeah you know orville gibson gibson guitars why did you name and he's like to him was this is who he was yeah and i think he didn't forget and you guys don't forget you know and i think that that's something that it keeps you guys relatable to people you know whether they're from montebello or from another community or surrounding community or even if they went to sure high school sure you know it's not <laughs> their Damn fault sure. no i'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> blame yeah. your parents no i'm just I kidding like to dedicate that to my cousin andrew <laughs> yeah he's, he's our cousin yeah he, and he was part of that championship tim team and yeah, see, yeah, so i give him props for that <laughs> yeah. yeah no but I mean, it, 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 we can all relate because their things are are similar they may be like different geographically different zip codes mm-hmm. but we can all relate everybody you yeah. know I, I'm born and raised in Placentia. Actually, born in Santana, raised in Placentia. Um, and I am a huge fan of the, the community, even the businesses. You know, one of sure. the, the businesses. Well, you want you want to see them do good, man. Yeah, because you do have that pride. Yeah. You don't, and then you don't forget mm-hmm. where you yeah. come from. Right. You don't become puffed up and inflated to right. a caricature like some people do. You know, they like you say, being puffed up and inflated at any moment, anyone could get that air out of your system. Reality like, may hit. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, when you when you do come off the stage, you're just a, a person. You're right. just a person, just like anyone else. Uh, when these cameras shut off, lights are all down. Right. This is just looks like mm-hmm. a garage with little partitions built in here. You know, it, it, there's really it's a, yeah. It looks like a studio. <laughs> room, man, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we <laughs> this th- is a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're like um. Yeah. <laughs> That's usually what you lay on when you want right. <laughs> the memory foam. Yeah, this is the we're in the penthouse suite. There here you go of the uh, building, right? Uh, this overlooking. A, this is really nice, though, man. Really, it really is very cool, man. Well, very we're cool. we're still like uh, logistically figuring out some things with getting yeah. some bands, and even if you guys come back again and you guys bring, you know, maybe a, a maybe, condensed yeah, version, bring, bring a quartet or something, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, we could. We, we can uh, definitely. We'll figure yeah, something we'll, out. We'll, yeah, yeah, because I'm excited to see your guys' um, your next uh, CD. And um, yeah. what you guys are working on in the for the summer concert series, uh, just that people will go out and support uh, live music because that's what this is. Yeah, live, like, music. live music, man. I mean, the CD portion, yeah, yeah. it's. Th- I'm sure there's not tons of money to be made in CD sales anymore. No, uh, no but to isn't. support live music because that's something that is. Especially with this generation where technology, yeah, you, you just right. That's uh, exactly exactly right. What you're saying right there. It's like I want to think is go see it, go see it live. And that's one thing I actually always tell the people about my band when they ask, well, "What is your band or whatever?" It's like you know what, I can give you a CD, but that's not gonna. Mm-hmm. It's not good enough. At yeah. that, you know, you gotta go see our show live. 
see the ambience, see the people, well, see the band as well, but just see like that aura, that, that, that you know, just that being on uh, in, with the crowd. Get out, you know, get off of your computer, get off of your phone and get out mm. and smell the air and the trees and what's out there. Drink a beer, have a good time and just go like, hey, you know what? There's something more than say Facebook and, and Snapchat and whatever the hell you're yeah. on and just enjoy life a little bit. And, and live music makes it, that's the soundtrack of, uh, of living, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's life. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, this new CD. We're actually very excited about it. We have, it's uh I think the first two CDs we played like uh, all the songs that everybody's very familiar with, like you know, like the Cherry Pink, Apple mm-hmm. Blossom, White, where you hear Robert, you know, El Tiburón, the, mm-hmm. the famous cumbia that you know, Mickey Laude played. But then you know we we came out and do it, and it's a very popular one in our shows. And we did a lot of the more popular songs from like Bobby Darin and Sinatra and stuff. And this one, it's songs that you definitely will recognize, but they weren't top ten hits, with the exception of maybe two, which is New York, New York by Frank Sinatra and My Way by Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, you'll hear like songs like Frankie said, uh, "Love for Sale" by Buddy Rich, which is a jazz tune, and then we do a rendition and of a, and it features the band. It features the band, yeah. And then Where, we do we do uh, "Set and Doll," which is another jazz uh, Duke tune. Ellington Duke song. Gall- Duke Ellington, and you know, so uh, so there's a uh, we have "Making so, Whoopie," where yeah. it features our, our trombone player Francisco. Francisco, who went to Sure High School. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, yeah. he, it's that. That's so that, you guys are all inclusive. That's uh, a. Yeah. That's the the sense. Have you ever seen Frank Sinatra or heard? Yeah, Frank if you heard Sinatra. a CD live at the Sa- Sinatra yeah, live at the Sands, it's that version and um, a couple of Harry Connick Jr. songs. Yeah, so we're we're, we're it's a little bit more, uh, but it's a very enjoyable. It's going to be a very enjoyable CD, and this is mm-hmm. why we really want this one to be like okay, man, really good. And it's so funny because just on th- Tuesday we had rehearsal, and we introduced a couple of new songs to the band and new charts to the guys, and these are like I'm thinking to myself, oh my god, I wish we would have you know, and. and the one thing about the band is that uh, we're the hardest on ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really are really tough on each other. Yeah. You know, I mean, really, it's like that. I mean, you, the, some of these rehearsals are pretty darn brutal, and it's not, uh, you know, where you sit there and you conduct and okay, you're playing the wrong note, fix that. Or, you know, I mean, the, the guys amongst themselves. They're, I mean, they get on me all the time. We get on Frankie. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Frankie said we're all inclusive, man. I mm-hmm. mean, there's not one guy when you go into that band room at our rehearsal spot. Man, you better make sure you check your ego at the door, man. Because when you get in there, and if you're not going to be up to par with everybody else, you know, this mm-hmm. is not going to happen. We're, we're going to call you out on it. And but to get back to what I was trying to say is, uh, we came, we had these two new charts that came in, and I says, "Oh man," I said, and then I started, I, I even announced it to the band. I'm like, "We should keep rehearsing these, uh, rehearsing for another week or two, and then put them back in the studio for the new studio." And all the guys are like, "No, no, no, dude, let's just work in the studio we have now." Oh, excuse me, I'm getting excited. And then they said, uh, "But we're, you know, so now we have enough material, even with some of the songs we didn't record, to possibly even do another CD, hopefully by the end of the year." So wow, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so there's some really cool stuff out there, man. That uh, you know, be on the lookout, man. There's a lot of good stuff that. Uh, be on the lookout for the band for the tunes that I know people will enjoy. So, because you guys have um, Facebook, right? Yes. Yeah. What's your Facebook handle? The Wise Guys Big Band. Yeah, Facebook. Wise Guys Big Band. Yeah, if you go, if you band. go search, just the Wise Guys Big Band, yeah. and then it'll, it'll pop up on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram is uh, the Wise Guys Big Band too. Yeah, so. the Wise Guys Big yeah. Band. Yeah, if you if you actually just even Google the band, uh, it, you, the first three things that come up is our website. And then our Facebook and our Instagram. Is it the Wise Guys Big Band Machine, a the, website, or the, is it Wise Guys Big Band? The Wise Guys Big Band. 
Okay, so your website's The Wise Guys Big Band. Yeah. And then you'll be able to see all yeah. the other social media links. Right. And to make sure that everyone checks out the summer schedules for where you guys will be performing. Do you guys post it there on your website? Yeah, it's on the, yeah, it's it's on on the website. Under, and then, uh, under gigs. Yeah, or, but, but constantly look at it because we're constantly now adding And follow gigs. you. Yeah, so make sure you yeah. follow them. If everyone out there listening, make sure you check out their website. Follow them on social media. And I know Frank has another one, his own. It's, uh, what is it? El Franco or what's it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I, I'll look it up and I'll make sure if you're watching the podcast, I will put it. Art, I don't know if Art wants to share his own personal. Um, no, I don't. I actually, I, uh, I'll be honest with you. I actually. You I, don't want I, stalkers? Huh? Oh, no, it's not that. I had a, a Facebook up to maybe about two months ago. Okay. But like Frankie, we were talking about it earlier. You know, I just kind of, you know, uh, because of the, uh, you know, because of my business and the band and the politics part of it. So I've had, you know, quite a few friends. I just got kind of tired of everybody complaining about like baby daddy and this and that and yeah. everything. And I said, you know what, man? Yes. And then and you become kind of, and you become kind of addicted to watching the cheese man too. You know, you're constantly like, man. This. You know, what? sometimes there, and I just said, you know, what? Yeah. Forget, you know what, man? I said, I don't need this. I, I'm done. And I just and I've had Facebook since I don't know since probably everybody else started getting their own Facebook page. But I just came to the point where I said, you know what? Um, Mark Zuckerberg was my first friend. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> right. I know Mark. <laughs> yeah. So I just uh, I, I stepped out of it, or else I would I would definitely would have no problem. But I just kind of said, you know, I'm gonna give it a break for a little bit. You know, kind of uh, enjoy enjoy my kids' baseball games yeah. without having to look at Facebook, see what's going on. Yeah, you know, exactly. Oh, yeah. 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 It's good to, 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 to tune to out. Right? Yeah. To and, to and, it, and I'll be honest with you, man, that thing is so darn addictive. The first, maybe the first week I had a really tough time, man, you know, trying to yeah. And I was looking at it. So no, nope, gratification, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah. want that like? Yeah. And then, and so, <laughs> oh, yeah. why aren't they liking it? Yeah. Shit. And so now, uh, you know, and now I don't even think about it. I just go to my kids' game, and I really enjoy that. And uh, or if I'm at home or working in the yard, whatever, I, I don't have to have my phone with me. Uh, you know, if if you really need to get a hold of me, you know, you, you have my home number, and you can get a hold of me. And if you don't, or, it's probably for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then that's it. So I kind of uh, the beginning of the actually it, it was one of those things. What kind of New Year's resolutions was that. Uh, I said, you know what? I'm going to stick away from, uh, not necessarily be hard to get a hold of, but I'm going to go back to the old days, man. You know, if you really need to go to hold of me after five, I'm shutting off my cell phone, man. That's it. Yeah. I'm not checking any emails. I'm not doing anything. I'm shutting down at five o'clock. It's just me at home or whatever it is, whatever I'm coaching. Going off the grid, yeah. I'm going off the grid, man. I'm just, it's going to be me doing, being, you know, with the family or whatever it is that I do, whether it's coaching or rehearsing with the band or, you know, and that's it, man. So, uh. I don't check any emails or nothing. And if, if it's an emergency or whatever, hey, well, if you have my home number, great. If not, I can wait till the next day. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So that, I kind of took that mentality at the beginning of the year. And, so, in a sense, so in a sense, you could find us on. <laughs> yeah. Find, find a wise guy. The on, wise guy. You're not going to hold of me. Art you're not going to You're not going to get a hold of me. After five, no. Art, art is uh, <laughs> underground. Out. Yeah. He's on the underground. And if you email the band, which is I'm the one who, for the most part, responds to the emails, uh, it'll get responded the next day if you email before after five. five. Be, or before five, yeah. <laughs> and, I try, and I check the, the, the Facebook. One yeah, Frankie runs our Facebook right, page. Yeah. So, okay. so, so if you ever want to send messages on Facebook. So if we don't do your wedding because. <laughs> yeah, no, just joking. Um, yeah, I'm taking care of that now, folks, on on uh, the Facebook, uh, so and the Wise Guy uh, Instagram page as well, as much as I can. Yeah, you know, because uh, I got to work, folk. But you know, but uh, so yeah, so yeah, just check us out. We uh, if you want to get in touch with the band, go to our shows and talk to one of us live, and then we could actually do something like in the olden days, and you shake hands. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Like no, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what you guys are gonna do, and um, like I said, hopefully. In the near future here, we can schedule something else or get, get creative yeah. with it, you know, yeah, because be the, really cool. in, in this, just like what you were saying, how you didn't want to restrict 
the band and the way you guys record and mm-hmm. what, even your performances. And in this, the podcast, there's no box. I mean, yeah, I, I'm really figuring cool. it out as I go along You're doing a good and job, doing man. what I think looks best or at the moment or what'll work. You know right. what I mean? It's like, you know, putting duct tape on your window for now, you know? Yeah, no, no, man. No, man, you're doing a good job, man. This is really cool. And uh, when Frankie, they are, you know, uh, they want to interview us. And and uh, you had done that review on the band before mm-hmm. our performance at the Million Dollars. Yeah, that was a great article. Yeah, man. it was, man. Really cool. And I said, yeah, of course, man. Let's go. Let's do it. And, and you know, really nice, man. You're doing a good job. I, I, I like so. who you featured on that article. I think it was called The Golden Voice. The Golden man Voice. The Golden Voice. <laughs> oh, boy. Now he thinks he's Oscar De La Hoya, yeah. The Golden Voice. Instead of the golden boy, he wants to go with the golden boy. Yeah, as long as you don't no. dress up later. But uh, <laughs> no, no, you no, please no. don't take no selfies. Huh? <laughs> I like I like boxer briefs. Right? I will never, you know what? I can guarantee you, I'm pretty darn sure you will never see Frankie dressed like that. <laughs> well, that's what we all thought about. I'm not going to say who, but we'll just say that. Hey, Mandels, you never know anybody that good. But trust yeah. me, I've known this guy from the day he was born. Yeah, you're not going to get him to put that. I don't care how drunk he is. He's not going to wear any stuff. No, that's not going to happen, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I was swinging at But man, see? I've had a good time with you guys, man. I'm well, excited likewise, to see. And I, I hope everybody out there listening or watching the vodcast, uh, make sure you guys follow them, check out their websites. And uh, that'll pretty much wrap it up, unless there's something else you guys wanted to cover before we go off air here. No, man, I just really, again, I want to thank you on behalf of all the boys in the band mm-hmm. and myself. And uh, uh, yeah, dude. thank I you mean, for being a good friend, man. You've always no. been there for us. And you every time you get a chance, whether it's writing the article or inviting us here to your podcast, man, thank you. We really appreciate friends like you, man, and uh, look forward to seeing you on one of our shows soon, man. And come by and say hi, man. I know Frankie gets all the love, but dude, some of us backstage would like to come and say hi. You know, for I, you to come I, I and told say you, hi I'm, I'm going to do that, Bob. I'm going to be the Bob. You're going to break up our next <laughs> and, and then Art's going to be Art's going to be like that fucker. That wasn't water. That wasn't was water. Like, in that oh, I want to say, dude, I, I, that was the wrong thing. I take that podcast. That's uh, <laughs> too <laughs> I, Don't say? come <laughs> away like the teacher to Frank. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, get, yeah, I can talk to you later. I can't talk to you right now. <laughs> I'm going through my own thing. <laughs> thank yeah. you. No, but I'm thank you, man. And uh, I look forward to. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to you coming over and saying hi to all. Yeah, the guys yeah you can hang out with us. One of these with the guys, yeah, man. Yeah. The guys. Be, that's a, it's a really a fun bunch. You know, one of the things that uh, everybody tells me is like, oh man, you know, so uh, you know what? It's the after hours and this and that, or before the show, like what happens mm-hmm. backstage, and this is the most boring thing, you know. But after the show, man, all the guys will have a good time and. You know, they're a bunch of funny guys, man. I mean, it, it's yeah, really that, what we that. do on our own. It's yeah. not PG thirteen. Yeah, it's not PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, we don't have a thick skin. I don't think you should yeah, go back yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tender, don't. Yeah, right. Um, but um, so that'll wrap up this episode of the Lodgecast. So make sure you check us out on gentlemansavenue.com forward slash the Lodgecast, and on Instagram at Lodgecast, Twitter at the Lodgecast. So until next time, my friends, be well. Take care. Later.